Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're tuned in to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Nerd of Godcast. It is the one place, the single solitary place in the entire universe where all of your Christian desires and all of your nerdy unctions can come together, sit across the table from each other, and roll a 20-sided die to see which one comes out on top. The good news is, here, everybody wins. I am Tony T. I'll be your happy host for the next few minutes as we talk about Christ culture, nerd culture, and everything in between. With me, as always, is, you know what? Let's start with Neff tonight. Howdy, Neff. My Jeep Flock Sheep Digimon. Oh, you know what? You had one shot. <laughs> this was it. The door was open, and you did that. I did, yo. He did a Steven. He did a Steven. No, 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 no. He did a Neff. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's just whoever goes first. Maybe it's the pressure of Nailed whoever's it. introduced first. Ten out of ten. And they can't do anything but say, Mama, say, Mama, saw, Mama, kusa. Uh Okay, Neff, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm having having a good day. A beautiful good day. Beautiful good day. Very good, very good. I saw you came in with a uh, a large Gatorade. And a bag of munchies. Yes. Yeah, how's uh, how's that hanging there, man? You doing good with those? I mean, yeah, man. They, did you they, bring enough for the whole class? <laughs> I, I did. Because munchies are, are made to be shared. They're 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 a little bit of everything, and that's that's good for everybody. It's like Cheetos. It's like Doritos. It's like sun chips. It's sun chips. Sun chips are nasty. Oh no! Dude, you shut you get out of your here. mouth. Sun you chips lose. are nasty. Fritos are nasty. Okay, Fritos, okay, are, Fritos nasty. are nasty. Fritos I'll come to that. Especially if they're in a burrito. We always we get oh. the variety packs that we have in our youth cafe, and it's it's like uh, sour cream and cheddar chips, and it's like uh, Doritos, and it's like you know Funyuns, and then there's always the Fritos. The Fritos are always left over. It's like no, no one, one wants to buy Fritos. Fritos. I got the Fritos. My mom loves Fritos, if, and I did if, not inherit that. Love. If you like Fritos, there and you're you out there in the audience right now, uh, please just text us your address, and we will send you. All of the Fritos, because we, we've got them all the way back from 1992. Um, all right, this is your moment to redeem yourself. Steve-O Supremo. Greetings, my friends. That was pretty normal. That was good. That was still a reference. That was, no, well, I was going to say hello. That was whiter than mayonnaise right there. Hello, everybody. That was from, uh, from Plan 9. Greetings, my friends. Greetings, my friends. That's very good. Is this one of your Earth jokes? (laughs) 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 Quick, bend in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very fond of your your cloth fuddle. (laughs) (laughs) All right, there's. I feel like there's some explanation needed. There is a just Google (laughs) fond of your cloth fuddle, and you'll be delighted. (laughs) Excuse me. Do not save search, please. Do search. not. <laughs> right. We are we're big fans of uh, the the classic nineteen fifties uh, sci fi horror movies that are really really bad. The mystery science theater three thousand kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. And and one of our favorites is Plan Nine from Outer Space. But there was a movie that came out in the early two thousands, two thousand four, two thousand four, and it was a, a tribute, really a tribute, a lovingly masterfully created tribute to those nineteen fifties sci fi movies. Uh, and it was called. 
Lost Skeleton of Cadaver. The Lost oh, Skeleton of Cadaver. And it's it's very, very funny, very, very well filmed, very, very well written, uh, using a lot of the tropes and, and funny devices that were not intended to be funny in those movies. It is it's really difficult to write as bad as they did. Yeah, and it's so it's it's wonderfully done. Uh, it, it is loosely the story of two aliens who come to Earth uh, and interact with a scientist who is looking for uh, a rare mineral that can cause actual advances <laughs> in, in the, the field of of science. science. You know what this could mean to the field of science? <laughs> Actual advances in the field of science. What was that name of the mineral? <laughs> oh, for some reason, I want to say unobtainium, but that's it's from Avatar. <laughs> but I think it is something tamium. Yeah. Uh, and, and then they have... Um, they they have they, they come across an ancient evil in this skeleton, this badly animated skeleton who tries with to strings. stop them. Which, which yeah, it's it's wonderfully huh. bad. And, with, and with cat I insist characters. that you uh, go to your local blockbuster video and rent it right now. <laughs> yeah, so. sure. that that, that movie has changed the way I interact with people. Indeed. Anytime someone says I wonder, I go. I also wonder. <laughs> it also changes the way I say good night. Uh, well, I sleep now. I sleep now. <laughs> Watch the movie before Stephen ruins the whole thing for you. Good night, Libby. I love that line. All right, and a, a double high five. Here comes Trouble Make It Double. Here's the twins, Jackie and Jesse. Hi. Hey. Why can't you guys ever sync that up? I, you looked at each other. <laughs> I was excited, and then you, you crushed my dreams. It's Hi, specifically hello. to Because we're dream crushers. Yes. <laughs> They're not identical twins, you see. So. <laughs> Close. We were at one point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are glad to have you guys tonight. What is uh what's happening in your neck of the woods? I have energy drink, but I'm still exhausted, so I feel very um It's a bad combination. Did you say I have energy drink she, and I'm still exhausted? I have energy I sleep drink. Now. I have I'm energy still drink. Exhausted. I sleep now. <laughs> I, I, I take like, a nap right like, here. I feel like crying, but I also feel like shaking at the same time. <laughs> we, <laughs> that's final season. I was gonna say that sounds shake, like college. Shake, rattle, and roll, man. Yeah, we, and, uh, and I'm on break. I walked into <laughs> the uh to the foyer of our, our building here and I, I see her emerge from around the corner, and she just sprints at me. <laughs> it was like, but but she didn't have a, a look of alertness or awareness on her face. It was like one of those running zombie movies. It was like, oh no, it's World War Z. I didn't know if I was supposed to drop kick her, like melee attack her. What was going on? Or just climb to the second store and destroy the stairs me. behind just me. Pray. Just hug me. Just hug me, Jessica. Just busy. Just busy. Well, I, better to be busy than be dizzy. Oh. And over in the booth, the producer of this uh, madness we call the podcast, Nick the Engineer. Hello. There you go. <laughs> okay, okay, good. Next segment. Listen, because Nick is from Perry. They're normal in Perry. The simple, passionate words were, of an engineer. Were you saying Perry in the hopes to set up another Perry pun? No. Mm. Nothing's going to top the Perry scope. No. I would have died happy with that one. <laughs> Uh, if this is your first episode of the Nerd of Godcast, Stephen will frequently make references to things that you haven't heard yet. They're called uh, callbacks, and they <laughs> it makes me happy. It'll it make it other does. Happy. It really. There's there are certain things that you know. It's like a, it's like scratching a dog behind his ear, and and callbacks, inside jokes, things like that make Steve-O very very happy. So uh, now that we've introduced everybody, let's go around the table. It's time for our one question interview. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are we boring you? you? No, that was a good yawn. Anything I should be yawning? No, I, I work today too. <laughs> Let's see if we can invigorate the conversation by these uh, answers that are on deck, and maybe no one will be yawning. Uh, the worst thing, of course, we can have is if the audience yawns. Taking a pause. Do you need a cough? No, I'm good. 
Uh, oh, I thought you said you needed a cough. I did. It went away. <laughs> I did yawn, though. That was like Zoolander's <laughs> cough. Like, <laughs> Dad, I have the black lung, Dad. <laughs> did you get that notion? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's your... <laughs> there it was. <laughs> I'm contagious. What have you done? <laughs> I have the Zika. We're not gonna finish on time. Oh. <laughs> when do we ever finish on time? I'm it's just true. saying. It's like I feel like our runtime has been 20 minutes for two years. <laughs> the ideal runtime of this show is 42 minutes. Uh, I would it's just say our, our, <laughs> our verbosity means more content for you Yay. and more. Frustration for Tony. That's correct. Uh, editing this show is a nightmare. Uh, here is the one question interview for tonight. If you were a fictional animal, which animal would you be and why? If you were a fictional animal, which animal would you be in mind and why? Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I wonder where this question goes. Jackie. I want to be a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> you look so deep in thought, and then you just sprung to life. Now, what kind of a dragon are you thinking? Um, probably a uh, western dragon. A like western dragon. Like a, a, a dragon with boots? A 10-gallon hat? If you don't, I'm a burn down your village, y'all. <laughs> I was major, like, I was really into Aragon in like, middle school and some of high school, so dragons were my thing, so I did a lot of research on them. Um, in that time, so like I had like a little dragon book with like all the different kinds. Yes. And I was I was really into dragons. I loved Aragon, and I was really upset that the movie just it, it sucked. I'm sorry if you enjoyed the movie, but it was no uh, no sequels. Remind me, to, yeah, there's no sequel, and there was like four books. Remind me, along with the box story, remind me to tell you a funny story about something that happened to me the other night. Uh, Jess, what kind of uh, fictional animal are you? Always a phoenix. Always a phoenix. Always. <laughs> you knock it down, but you can't keep it down. Exactly. Very, very good. Nick the Engineer, what kind of fictional animal would you be, and why? I have no idea. <laughs> no idea? Okay, well, what can we make? Can we maybe think of one for him? A liger. A griffin. Oh, griffin's uh, good. Uh, griffin. th- a thing? I was going to say, <laughs> I don't know if it counts as an animal, but I I just want to make him like Mr. Tumnus. <gasps> oh, <laughs> yeah. Sure, I'll take that. There you go. He's a fawn. You could cosplay. Steve-O. A centaur. A centaur, like Mr. Tumnus, but with an extra pair of legs. Yes. <laughs> where where are you gonna buy pants as a centaur? You don't need pants. That, that bottom part's horse. You're good. You have you have grown off pants. Oh, what now? What? You could do the thing Stephen wants to be a centaur because he doesn't want to put pants on. That's really <laughs> hashtag Who needs pants? Yeah, who needs Plus, pants? have you seen centaurs? Their abs are awesome. Uh, never. Don't look up the hashtag Who needs pants. Yeah, don't do. Safe search. Nef. No, no search. No Nef, search. what uh, what kind of fictional animal would you be and why? Oh, Does that have to be fictional? Yes. Yeah. That's the question. Uh, it's uh, a lion. Wait, wait, what were you going to say? A honey badger? A, a lion, <laughs> but like a talking lion. A talking Like, like an Aslan. Aslan. Mustafa. Simba. Mustafa. So, say it again. <laughs> I, I, I want to be like a lion. Mustafar. I mean, I have to stay away from dentists, but other than that, I think I'd be fine. Do lions not like getting fillings or flossing? Or, or getting shot by dentists. Oh. oh. Look, look, hold on. Wow. Hold on. I mean, you straighten up, straight up getting political here on us. I don't have a joke. So, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were trying to make like a, row, don't hurt my teeth joke. 
I feel like it. Uh, why would I make that joke? I don't know. But you made a dentist joke. Nobody. I don't, I, I, there, there was there was a book I remember in like third grade. It was about this lion, and he liked marshmallows. And he left patio. Is that what it was called? Yes, left patio. I can't remember the name of it, but I, I remember it's left patio by Shel Silverstein. Name is left left patio. Left patio. Yeah. Laugh patio. L a f c a d i o. He was addicted to marshmallows. Yeah, he moved to the city. He made a suit out of marshmallows. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and so. he was Dude. like, I can shoot okay. the ears off those flies and the, okay. like, whatever. Okay, yeah. I want to be left caddy. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to oh, wear a suit oh, of marshmallows. Oh, no, I want to change my answer to a tray you. Why not a tray you? What's a tray you? A tray you? What's the name of the, the flying uh, dog thing? It was a dragon. Oh, uh, it was the flying dog dragon. dragon. Yeah, uh, Falcor. Falcor. Yeah, Falcor. Falcor was yeah. half dog. I was he had a dog face. He, was. he was a wish dragon. Yeah, that was that's what it was. All right, I'm, I'm Google searching Laugh Catio because I wanted Dude, to make I think sure. I had that yeah, that's it. Laugh Catio, the lion who shot yeah. back. Dude, I, I remember stuff. Shel Silverstein, as a kid, was like my favorite author. He did The Giving Tree, yeah. uh, Where the Sidewalk Dog Ends, Light in the Attic, The Missing Piece, and it's follow up The Missing Piece meets The Big O. I celebrate his entire catalog. The best poems. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm beaten by a boa constrictor. Yeah. Said little Mary McKay. I had the measles and the mumps, a gash rash, and purple bumps. Yeah. I love that. Um, but Saturday, I guess. Today is Saturday. Oh, it's time to go out and play. We we yeah. So Shell Silverstein, look him up, kids. Read a book, but don't take my word for it. Give a hoop. Read a book. I, I feel like if I was a fictional animal, I would be like that that guy in The Hobbit that turns into a bear. You. But I don't want to be that guy. What? I feel like if I want, if I was going to be the animal I wanted to be, the fictional, I would be like a mer person. I would be some kind of like a merman. I'd be Loch Ness monster or something like that. I want to be something. That, I want to be something that can swim underwater. You I want to be where the fishies taken. are. But you got to be the deadliest animal because it's scary under the water. <laughs> well, okay, maybe I'd be like a narwhal. Those are fake, right? Well, narwhals, narwhals, swimming <laughs> in the ocean, causing a commotion. Bye, buddy. Hope you found your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Narwhal. Bye, buddy. Bye. Bye. We would love to know, in between uh, bites of spaghetti and syrup, what it is that you would choose to be were you a fictional animal. So please connect with us on social media and let us know what you're all about. You can find us online on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can check out our blog online at nerdofgodcast.com, or you can email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, chat with you, and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. Are you guys ready for a game tonight? Yes! Yeah. I feel like it's been 100 years since we played a yeah. game. So we are going to play a game. We're going down... To Nowntown. Nowntown. <laughs> Where all the lights are gone. <laughs> downtown. Where other nouns are found. Down. I feel like you guys have done too many like call and response songs. That was really good. Like I feel I feel no, like yeah, it's, it's karaoke night here <laughs> yeah, karaoke in Studio One A. We're just uh, killing the game. I love it. I love it. Well, let's get started with the game. Uh, Nowntown is a game where you guys know what a noun is. Nick the engineer, what is a noun? Person, place, or thing. It is. It is a person, place, or thing. You weren't even like caught off guard, man. You were just like, I know the difference. Noun, adverb, adjective, past, present participles. I know. Um, yes, it is a person, place, or a thing. So tonight, you are going to get to choose from the categories of nouns, person, places, or things, and I will give you uh, one of those things. I will give you a clue. If you are unable to guess the person, place, or thing that I have presented to you, the next person in line will get uh, a further clue until somebody finally guesses it. If you guess it, you get a snazzy point and uh, a ding uh, of approval. Very good? Sure. Any questions? No. All right, so here we 
go. Jesse, you go first. Person, place, or thing. Place. She's going place, of course, because that's the hardest one. She's going places. She's going places, kids. All right, I will give you a fictional place or a place related to science fiction, fantasy, video games, etc. And uh, here is your first clue. After a terrible earthquake, it was once declared a no man's land by the government. No guess? No. Steven. Yeah. It was protected by its very own Green Lantern. Alan Scott. Well, Alan Scott, come on. Uh, is it is it the name of that little girl from the youth camp video that I can't remember the name of? Uh, Allegory, I don't know. Allegory is so close, not correct. Neff, although associated with New York, Chicago, and Pittsburgh, it's actually believed to be in New Jersey. Newark. If I guess, do I get a point off or something? Or I could just go for no, it? You can go for it. It's the place? Mm-hmm. Princeton. Princeton, New Jersey is not correct. Sorry. Jackie, mm-hmm. a secret society known as the Court of Owls has ruled it for centuries. I don't know. I, I won't even guess. I don't know. No guess? No guess. Nick, for the cleanup. I feel like Steven's dying. It's the home of the Arkham Asylum for the Criminally Insane. Oh. Arkham City? I don't know. I'm sorry. What is it? Gotham City. Gotham City. I didn't even know Alan Scott was from. I don't. Alan Scott originally was based in Gotham City. I didn't. I don't like Alan Scott. Well, no. He's magic. Up until I think yours, it was really difficult because I didn't know anything. The Court of Owls. They're going to get progressively easier. Yeah, I know. The Court of Owls. I was like, that's Batman. I know that, but I didn't know. I didn't know where they were from. That's it. Very good. Okay. Uh, so, sorry, Jess. Uh, we'll move over to Stephen. Hey, Stephen. Person, place, or thing? Thing. Thing. Hardest one for me to come up with. Oh crap! Great job. <laughs> okay, Stephen. Yes. <clears throat> These are twin devices worn on the wrists. That means there's only two, correct? Or are there several? Can uh, I ask a question? To Jackie, question? Jesse, how many are there in a set of twins? Two. I know. I'm just making sure. Uh, <clears throat> twin devices worn on the wrists. Nope. Nothing's. It was, it was either going to be the communicators from Power Rangers or the, but they don't worn on the wrist, but the, the Wonder Twins thing. Okay. Any of those your guess? Sure. They're no. not right. Incorrect. <laughs> Neff. Yeah. They shoot. Thin strands of a special fluid at high pressure. Web shooters. Web shooters is correct. <laughs> one point for the big man. Why was that like? That was like the super easy one was the next one. Oh, what were the other ones? I want to see the next ones. Which ones were easier than that one? No. That was actually pretty easy, by the way. I don't have to. <laughs> the first one, Ooh, when he said twin devices, in my mind, I'm like, it's two separate. You got it on the first Activated one? Activated by yeah. a press on the you palm. The first one? Yeah, I got oh, it. See, I Activated one. by a press on the palm from the middle and ring finger. And helps its user do whatever a spider can. The, the what threw me off was twin devices, and my mind went to not like one person wearing them, but like it's two separate people. But they're worn on the wrists. <laughs> I know, like two separate people wearing yeah, them I on the wrist. That's, first, yeah, so I know. thought handcuffs, but then when you said that, and I was just like, okay. that bothers me. Sorry. I mean, no, no. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't feel like gypped out of the question. That's good. Uh, forward any complaints to nerdogodcast at gmail.com. Neff, your turn. Yay. Trash. 
All right, person, place, or thing. Person. Person. Fantastic. <coughs> this person served as a police officer in Detroit. Robocop. On the first try. That was a relatively easy one, though. Was it really? Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I didn't, I don't... But it wasn't your turn. I know, I should have said person. It? Yeah, that was it. Yes! I've listened to that movie one time. But first I, try. It was future Detroit. Which new, is it was much, new, new Detroit. New Detroit, which yeah. seems much worse. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. All right, I didn't even have to get to the uh, the Clarence Boddicker. <laughs> Kill All right, uh, Jackie. Person, place, or thing? Um, let's do person. Person. His real name is Adam. Nothing? I can't think no of guess? No, no Adam, no guess. Okay. I'm trash tonight. <laughs> Jackie, you're not trash. I am you're trash. I'm human filth. You are made by God, and my God don't make trash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a freaking treasure. Jessica. <laughs> he has a pet cat named Cringor. The Cringor is real. That's Cringor worthy. Yeah. <laughs> No guess? Nope. That one threw me off. I think people are, are listening right now. And, and especially and any, anybody over guys. 30 is listening going, ah! <laughs> uh, <laughs> he is empowered by the magic of Castle Grayskull. Ah! Oh, I'll say, I thought it was Nick's turn. Is it Skeletor? No. No! Oh, 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 turn. <laughs> Who is it? Oh, it's Neff's turn. Steven. Neff. Oh, you were wrong. Neff. He fights an enemy <laughs> with a skull for a head. Oh. It's He-Man. It is He-Man. He-Man. So. He-Man. I have the power! <laughs> That's right. I don't know why I automatically thought you were talking about a villain. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Uh, well, Neff's, Neff's winning this one. <laughs> and I said, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a very musical episode, I feel. Um, all right. So ha- have we been all the way around? Yes. We have? Well, we haven't started with Nick yet. Well, but Nick I'm is not, not actually part of the game. He was just there for cleanup because okay. nobody else got it. Okay. All right, so we go then back to Jessica. Uh, place. We're going place. You're consistent, at least. This is a shining metal technological world. Metropolis? Very good guess. Not not correct. Steve-O. Okay. 12 million years ago, the Quintessons used this place as a factory to manufacture robots. Um, uh, uh, uh. I know it. I know it. I can't think of the name, though. Oh, I know where it's from. I know who's there. Hold on. And I said hi. Uh, I'm going to be so mad because I can't recall the name, and it's like on the tip of my tongue. I'm so mad. Nothing? Okay. I'm so, I'm so, no, no. The big man, Quentin Neff, battling over control of this world and its resources is the motivation for a war which has lasted millions of years and spanned the universe. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh. oh gosh! Oh, I know it. I'm just gonna. But I'm gonna say something that's not the right answer. Is it Halo? It is not Halo. No, good guess not. though. Oh, that's a good guess. It. I know. It. Jackie, <laughs> shaking so your head. I'm so mad. <laughs> its inhabitants are fueled by a material known as Energon. Oh, dang it! I don't know what it is. I, I don't know it's it All right, for cleanup, Nick. In 2005, it came under attack from the world eater Unicron, which consumed its two moon bases. 
It's like a unicorn. Is it Cybertron? It is Cybertron. Cybertron. I'm so bad at myself because I do it. Transformers. I got it. I I watched Transformers as a kid. I'm sorry. Unicron. It's an evil unicorn. I've never watched it. It's candy corn. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So mad at myself. Steven, person, place, or thing. (laughs) Find your retribution. Let's go with thing again. All right. We're going thing again. I'm so mad. Might have picked the hardest one again. This is the hard one, yeah. Yes. Definitely hard. No. Manufactured by Mattel, this is a popular children's toy in the future. Is it the uh, is it is it the hoverboard? It is the hoverboard. Yes. Uh, did, you say, did, did you give me Did you give me that one on purpose, or was that the next one on the list? Uh, I'll never you tell. Better get that one. Uh, Neff, you're up, buddy. Person, place, or thing. Uh, I'll take. Uh, uh, let's go for dexterity. I'll give. I'll give another person. Another person. This person is a Pulitzer Prize-winning photojournalist. I think I know this one. <laughs> Lois Lane. No. Oh, never mind. No. I don't know this one. Good guess. Though. Is that what you thought too? <laughs> Good guess. This uh, she photographed the war in the Corto Maltese. Oh, oh my gosh! What's her name? Oh. That's what we're um, asking you. No, I'm trying to think. Job, I know it's from, from uh, the 1989 Batman. Um, oh my gosh, oh, what's her name? Maybe what? you should, well, if I you know. don't know it and the next oh, person gets sorry. it, you've just given it. Okay, now I know it. This person is from the yeah. 1989 Batman. Um, <laughs> Do you know who it is? Oh gosh, I know the what's her name? Yeah. I don't know her name, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was Vanessa? Veronica? No. She's so close. She's so close. Huh? Ah, Vicky. Vicky Vale. Vicky Vale! Yes! <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Jackie is on the board. I was like, wait, I'm like, I'm like. like now you see why I get mad at these games. I just gave you hoverboard diaper, baby. Calm That's yourself. not my problem. Icky, you Icky. To I had to do a comparison contrast essay between the 1989 Batman and the Nolan Batman. So Very good. I had to watch the movie like a million times. Both Vanessa. of them had equally dislikable love interests. I like yeah. the different V names you went through. All right. Vanessa. <laughs> Slappy, Monica. smutty, Monica. Samsonite. I was way <laughs> off. <laughs> Jesse. Person, place, or thing? Uh, Wait, is it is your turn? It's Jackie's no, turn. Jackie's, Jackie's turn. turn. Sorry. Turn. Jackie. Hey. Your t- I can hardly tell you two apart. Jackie. They're not identical anymore. <laughs> Uh, can I get a thing? No one's done thing yet, right? Yes, yeah, Stephen's done, done thing, thing every time. time. <laughs> no one's done <laughs> thing, right? No one. I don't pay attention. Okay. Absolutely. Um, this emits a massless blade that neither radiates heat nor expends energy other than visible light. Is it a lightsaber? It is a lightsaber. <laughs> oh my God. That's yeah. so good. <laughs> I had to think for a second. Like, please, get You're doing good. <laughs> please. Right now it is Neff and Jackie are tied with two. Jesse has Neff nothing. Has three. Does he? Yeah. I think Nev has three. Yeah. Nev has Robocop, three. Robocop. He got uh, he, uh, He-Man, and and then the, and then. Uh, Who's the other one I got? Another right one that you had. I don't. He had another one. He had three. Okay, web shooters. Web yes. shooters. Yeah, no. Was a, yeah, web, yeah web, shooters. Shooters. web shooters. He-Man oh, and Robocop. I was. I didn't give him a point because I was just so stunned that you didn't get it. <laughs> stunning. <laughs> yes, stunning. Jessica, I'm sorry. What did you What did you say? I can't remember. Oh. Um, <laughs> only you did. Let's do a person. Let's do a person. Sounds great to me. Born December 28th, 1922, in New York, New York. Penguin? No. Dang it. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and I'm going to restart this one. Because I, I, this one doesn't go along with the rules that I have established for the game. 
Which rules? Wait, there were rules? You never established rules. I did. This is a non-fictional person. I will oh. tell you that. Oh. You no. didn't tell me that. I will tell you that. Now, no I will answer. give you another guess. This non-fictional person was born December 28th, 1922 in New York, New York. Stan Lee. It is Stan Lee. Yeah. Stan the man and nice. Jessica is on the board. Excelsior. Good job. Excelsior. That makes all the difference whether they're real or not. <laughs> That's very true. All right, I will tell you from now on if it is Thank if you. it is a real Tony or fake Stan. Stan. I thought these were all my good. error. <laughs> That's not going away anytime soon. Uh, Steven. Yes. Person, place, or thing. Well, are there no more places? Um, I said person, place, or thing. I know, but I thought you just threw away a places. I just no, threw away people. the person thing. Don't, oh. don't don't follow what I'm doing. Follow what you're doing. Let's go with place then. All right, you're gonna go with the place. Here, you can throw this one away. We're using that. Very good. All right. The foundations of this world are based on something called deep magic. <laughs> Nick's like, it's oh. always great whenever Nick, gets Nick just made a nice. He's like, really oh, cool. Uh, right. Right. The foundations of this world are based on something called the deep magic. Is it Asgard? It is not Asgard. Dun, Good dun. guess. Good guess. Good guess. Neff, here it is always winter and never Christmas. Oh. Dadgummit! <laughs> <laughs> Please don't get this one, Nev. I want to take this one. Wait, no, because I have to win it. <laughs> no! What was the first one? No. Nope. Oh. Nope. You don't Here get it. Here it is always winter and never Christmas. It's great that Nick, Nick thought of it immediately. You look like you're milking a cow. What are you doing? <laughs> is it fists clenched, moving up and down? Just. <laughs> I was a cow, though. Oh. At Chick fil A. That's true. Yeah, don't tell anybody that. That's your secret. That's your secret Think identity. About cold places. Yeah, I don't work cold there anymore. Places. It's a Halloween town. It is not no. Halloween town. <laughs> Halloween town. I need another Why would you say Halloween town? <laughs> Shut up, Steven. Shut up, Steven. Web shooter, Steven. Where is it winter in ha- for Halloween? Yes. Wait, wait. Oh, listen, listen, listen. No judgment in our. Editing. I'm judging Halloween it was a town. Good guess. Web shooters it was, was okay for me guess. to miss. I'm disappointed in myself. Jackie. I don't even need another clue. There is a castle by the sea called Care Paravel. It's Narnia. It is mm. Narnia. Narnia. I'm going to go home and... Uh, <laughs> you guys are tied. You didn't lose, though. I'm so Nef, excited. Nev says, oh, Darnia. So you really are Mr. Cumnus. Huh? You really are Mr. <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right. So dark magic? Okay. No, deep, deep, deep magic. magic. Not dark magic. <clears throat> the magician's nephew. C.S. Lewis, not See, if you told me the first one, I would have gotten it. All right. So who told me the first one that you should have been listening to. You're stunning. All right, Nev, it is your turn, pal. Oh, there's more? Yes. Yeah. This is my chance. <laughs> you guys are tied. What do we have? Is it all, all of them uh, left? Yeah, we have all of them. Uh, actually, I think we are out of things. Thanks. Goodbye, things. Thanks. Persons Steven. or places? Uh, I'm going to get a persons. All right, here is a person for you. At the age of 21, she survived a plane crash which left her stranded in the Himalayas for two weeks. At the age of 21, she survived a plane crash, which left, left her stranded in the Himalayas for two weeks. Uh, can't see these over there, can you? Couple wavy lines. <laughs> um, Jean uh, uh, Grey. Jean Grey, good guess. Not no, good, right. though. Not He's going off right. my reaction. But it was good. I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, hey, listen. She's really excited. If that's all be... you got. <laughs> say, say, that's the difference between uh, knowing Jessica and really knowing Jessica is why she's reacted that way. Because right. I know she knows it. Jackie. 
She travels the world in search of rare objects and mystical artifacts. Oh, oh is it uh, Laura Croft? It, it is. <laughs> Laura <laughs> Jessica Croft. had it on the first one. Hey. Very good. Hey. I had it too. Very good. Great job, Jackie. I'm sorry, Which Jackie. puts you in the lead, Miss Jackie. Points, then. Yeah, we share points. Oh, okay. If <laughs> I win, she wins. Then you guys, yeah. Wait, then, no. Then the two Wait, why does that always significantly happen? Because we're twins. Last one, then, and this goes to Jackie. 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 Hey. <laughs> so you can just slam dunk it here. As long as Neff doesn't get it. If there's oh, a bright center to the universe, this is the planet it's farthest from. If uh, there's a bright center of the universe, it's this is the planet it's farthest from. Are we talking like after the scientists have ruled or like my childhood? Because <laughs> there's you, two what? different answers. I don't no. even know what that means. This, it's, this isn't real, no. Jackie. Oh, okay, no, he will right. let you I know would, if it's I real. I went to like the science stuff. Um, Look how bad she got at that. It's Pluto. <laughs> Sorry, Pluto. Pluto's still a planet, guys. It's okay, Pluto. I'm not a planet it's a either. planet. Oh. If there's a bright center of the universe, this is the planet it's farthest from. Oh, I don't know that one. All right, we'll pass. Jessica. It is a planet entirely consumed by a desert environment. Oh, oh. Steven's going to get it. I'm I had so, it on the first one. <laughs> I'm so mad. As long as Steven gets it, not Neff, because I won't win. Oh, whatever, you know. Jakku, good, good, no. good guess. Good guess. It's not correct. <laughs> oh, Steven, now, don't say it. Let me win. Now, now do I please, get Steven, it wrong on Steven, purpose let me win. and let you tie? Let me tie, please. No, or do no, I no, get the no, point? I'll let you have some munchies. What's the third one? Steven, although it's home to many species of alien, its native people are the Tuscans. Is it Hoth? It is not. Oh, Steven does the job. One, two, three. Pin me and pay me. Oh, I am not. I love you, Steven. I could have said Naboo in the complete opposite. Oh, Steven. It is home to the. Not on my good list, Steven. It is home to the Bunta Eve Classic, a legendary pod race. Could it be um? Could be uh, Tatooine? Neff, it is Tatooine. Would it be Tatooine? Do that not, was our last. Neff, do not push your luck. That was our would last it, one. Would it, would it which be? means that we have a tie. And uh, and I, I'm sorry, we Steve don't Holt. go out like that. So are you ready for the noun games lightning round? It's oh, God, the no. pronoun throwdown. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yay. I'm so happy that I actually used this. It makes sense. All right, so ja uh, Jackie and Neff, you each have your buzzers. Go ahead and grab those. Please don't smack. Yeah, I want the purple one. No, purple one's mine. No, purple one's mine Consistency now. is key. I don't care. <laughs> the what is mine. All right, so you guys each have your buzzers. This is what I'm going to do. In the pronoun throwdown, down and if you don't know what a pronoun is, Nick. He's like, I'm an amateur now. He's like, I got a pronoun. He's like, hey, hey, hey. He's like, I'm doing producer things. Don't talk to me. What is that? All right. In the pronoun, pronoun is basically a a noun describing something that's not a proper noun. It's not a proper name. So it'd be like he, she, them, we, etc. Wumbo. So Wumbo. Dikembe Mutombo is a proper name. Gosh. Okay. I still want to punch Steven. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a name of a fictional character, and you're going to tell me simply, you'll ring in if you know the answer, simply tell me if it is a he, a she, or both. Oh, I think I got this one. A he, she, or I'm both. Now, these all exist in main continuity universes, so there's no else worlds where somewhere there is like a girl Commissioner Gordon. It's not like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Jamie Gordon. She's got a mean mustache. 
Um, so he, she, or both, <laughs> ring in if you know the answer. Buzzer's on the table, please. And you have to wait till he's finished saying it it's before just a, you buzz It's just a name, so you know, it's a real simple. Wait. That rule. <laughs> I was like, we didn't have that in the first round. Let's have in the second round. Batman. Jackie. A man. It is a he. That's one for Jackie. How'd you know? <laughs> How'd you know Batman was a man? Sorry, Robin. Neff. It's a he. Mm. Sorry. Oh, no! no! Uh, Jackie. It's a girl. No, they're both, 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 they Neff. Girl. It is a her. One point for Neff. Hawkeye. I got Jackie. Uh, man. No. Both. It is both. When was Hawkeye a girl? Uh, currently. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Very I'm good. not up to date on that. Dang uh, it. I'm glad Neff just went process of elimination. All right, ready? <laughs> Thor. Neff. Uh, he. No. You both. said, wait, you didn't. It is both. I'm just going to keep saying both. Jane Foster. I, I thought we said it didn't count. No, that's not Elseworld. No, no, he I said joke. she I made a joke. joke. Tony used James. Ha ha! Little did you know it's my strategy to throw you off. <laughs> Very good. Where is it? Captain Marvel. I got Jackie. Uh, both. It is both. Dang it! Yes. That one. Captain Up. Nah. Captain Up. <laughs> Captain Up. Man. Captain America is a man. But we did state that I had to finish the answer first, and you rang in early. Captain America? It is a man. That's a problem I've had with this game show for the longest time. I would should be thrown out. I would not have I would not have done that. I would have given him the point, but it was stated explicitly before we started. Link. Jackie. Is a boy. Link? Incorrect. What? <laughs> when was Link a girl? Both. It is both. When was Link a girl? You can be the female Link in Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, I haven't played that game. Crap. <laughs> my, butt, my button got oh, stuck and I had to like so undo it so I could. Your butt or I your butt? I am wearing a heart container <laughs> necklace both. from Skyward Sword. I am sorry. I have not played so Hyrule Warriors. I'm sorry. so mad now. I feel so bad for you right now. Right now the score is Jackie 8, Neff 7. <gasps> Spock. Neff. Uh, a boy. <laughs> a, bu- a, bu- a boy. <laughs> Today, I'm sorry. You are correct. And this brings us to... Oh, we have two left. My thumb was covering the last Let one. Make <laughs> a third one up real quick. Sonic the Hedgehog. Jackie. No, my button was broken! <laughs> no! That, no. Sonic is- what? That is a, that no. is a reap what you sow move right there. I'm going to... Alright, okay, I'm gonna be really mad, but it's a he, right? Sonic the Hedgehog is a he. Yes, okay, I was like, is there something? Oh, are you kidding me? And I watched. What is this? I, like, like, a, like an umpire in baseball, I watched it. You hit your first. No. I got Neff. No! <laughs> Get it wrong. <laughs> I'm so upset about the loss. <laughs> Get it wrong. Get it wrong. You have a certain amount of time to both. That is correct. No! Oh. I wanted you to get it wrong because I knew it was both. <laughs> so it is 
nine I'm like lightheaded to nine. right now. I'm lightheaded right now. You're lightheaded. His button. <laughs> he technically should have won. His button didn't go off. I just want to win something for once. Come on, man. All right. Yeah, Throw, throw out one last one. I got it. <laughs> one last one? Yeah, because it's tied. All right, go ahead, Steven. Doctor Who. He's a guy. Neff rang in first, though. It's a he. But Jackie answered first, so Jackie wins. All right, Jackie Yay! gets it. I win something. Ten to one. <laughs> one to nine. Neff, I was going to give it to you, but my heart broke when Jackie <laughs> looked at me when I said that you rang in first. You are soft. Yeah, you are soft. Puppy dog guys. I will actually, I have to give it to Jackie. Somebody's going to call me out on a technicality. Hyrule Warriors would technically be an Elseworld uh, Legend of Zelda story. Even by our own standards, when we tried to rank, and I don't know if this ever made it to air, when we ranked the Zelda games, uh, this might have been in one of those lost episodes or something. I don't think we ever ranked it. I think we did. No. He's, he's nodding. I remember it. Oh, we did. We, we, did. we, we ranked the Zelda's that. game, but we did not include, I don't I th- think. I don't know if we or, ranked or no, it. We, we listed we them. We listed, we listed yeah. the, main, the, the Zelda, all the title games, main Zelda titles. If it's not the Hyrule Historia, I don't care. So there you go. So so technically, then in main continuity, Link has never been a girl. So Jackie would have gotten it anyway. I Heart container like and all. So, Thank Neff, you. congratulations. I love you, Neff. For being second place, I want to die. <laughs> is that really all it takes, or is that the, is that the, the munchos I didn't get Narnia. Back up? <laughs> <laughs> like, you didn't get Tatooine. Though. Um, That's all right, well that was that was a one way trip downtown to Nowntown. Nowntown. I'm never going back never, to downtown. Yeah, I never want to go back. <laughs> ever. Never I can't wait. Now. I can't otherwise wait to play that game again. Otherwise known as Dono. Except for Steven and Jessica, they think this game's terrible. No, I like that. Game. With, the, with like their the one game. point. Right, Tony? It's, it's known as I don't, know. One point. don't know. Downtown, right. downtown. So we're going to throw it. Uh, we're going to hop into our way back machine here tonight, and we're going to we're gonna throw it back. <laughs> but first, I went over to my sister's house today, and this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I saw it right because my, my niece is hilarious and blunt. I go over to my niece's house. My niece is six years old. Her name is Allison. She goes, Uncle Steven, are you a grown-up? I said, yes, I'm a grown-up, Allison. She goes, no, no, you're not a grown-up. You're just a big kid. I'm like, well, why do you say that? She goes, because you don't have any kids and you're not married. Oh. <laughs> like, Thank you, Such Allison. is life. Shade thanks for a six-year-old. Thanks for making me question my life decisions. Oh. So, <laughs> Uncle Steven, are you a grown-up? Yes, I'm a grown-up. No, you're not. Because Show me your tax return. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. You uh-huh. overpaid in 2002. <laughs> what, uh, what are your why life goals? Why were you goals? paying taxes in 2002? I don't know. It's the first you year that came to mind. <laughs> don't put my age out the there. The year was 2005. Striking from a base on Cybertron's second moon. Uh, anyway, uh, are you guys ready to go back? It's time, please, as we turn the key, as we turn on the foyer light, wipe your feet on the doormat because we're stepping in to the House of Ideas. Yes, Yay! we were just talking about this today. Back. <laughs> the House of Ideas. It's, uh, it's time. Uh, what this is, is I'm going to give you guys... They're happy right now. <laughs> I've gone home. Um, so the twins, you've never been part of the House of Ideas. No, we have not. So uh, it will be my honor to explain to you what it is. Uh, what I will do is I will give you a prompt. I will step away from the microphone and give you five minutes to talk out an idea, to come up with a strategy and a plan of what this thing would actually look like once you construct it. All right, so you guys will have to basically talk out a plan and come up with a, this is our answer. This is the way it is. As a team, you come with one unified answer. So feel free to discuss, feel free to debate, but in the end, a consensus must be made. 
Nick, I'm going to step out. So I'm going to I'm going to step away from this. So you are welcome to kind of take my place in the conversation. If you have any ideas, feel free to jump okay. in tonight. I'm going to put five minutes on the clock. I'm mediated. Teams or no, this is everybody works together. together. For example, on our very first House of Ideas, we had to do a nerd theme park and we did a Lord of the Rings themed theme park or a a Bible video game. And they came up with a video game based on David and his mighty men, uh, Assassin's Creed. That was the first one. So, uh, here at tonight's House of Ideas, (laughs) you can reach into the world of fiction and you can pull out three items or artifacts from a fictional universe and bring them into our real world. Three items. What do you bring and how do you use these items to save the world from real life problems? You can bring in three fictional things. Now I'm gonna give you the genie's rules, all right? You can't bring anyone back from the dead, you can't make anyone fall in love with you, and ixnay on wishing for more wishes. Welcome to the House of Ideas. First of all, the TARDIS. Ooh. I was going to say the time that's turner. Not, that's a good yeah, one. See, I was going to say, if we're doing time travel, we'll say the time turner. If we're doing time travel, but, I mean, if you got to travel in style. Why not? Let's go Let's go, go with DeLorean. a DeLorean. Bring, bring, Why not have a DeLorean? Because you can't all fit in a DeLorean. The TARDIS, you have, like, you can bring all your friends. Yes, Funny but not, neither of, none of us are a time lord, so the it wouldn't TARDIS work. The TARDIS is broken. You don't, you, don't need to, you don't need to be a time lord to do the TARDIS. The TARDIS is broken. Plus, there's a hand in there that's creepy. Neither am I. No, I mean, that's why it looks like a box. Give me a hand. And then you have a hand. I agree with Jackie. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, there's a lot of stuff. Okay. So let's let's go through other yeah, options before we decide on TARDIS. TARDIS is the first option. TARDIS is a good one. Uh, I, I want I want the uh, I want the, the statue that Indiana Jones tries to get at the beginning of. of, of okay, the, you're done. How would you use <laughs> it? Why? Well, what would we do with that? What would we do? It was with worth that? something, obviously. No, no, Maybe it belongs in a museum. I don't know. Quentin, I am I very it. disappointed with you because I feel like this would actually be the one time that you could throw out the Green Lantern ring and actually have it work. But then you I guys are one minute down. The Green Lantern ring could be whatever you want it to be. Iron Man Nobody suit. Nobody else gets to the Green Lantern yeah, ring. Yes, I don't that feel What do you say? Iron Man suit. Iron Man suit. Without the shrapnel. Mm-hmm. I'd rather get the, the, the ring. Yeah, the ring is cooler. Yeah, well. Like the one ring that ruled them all, the Green Lantern ring. All the rings. It's not perfect. All of the rings. All of the fictional rings. I want the Infinity Gauntlet. Right. So I can control everything. Yeah, but okay, but if you give the opinion balance with the stones or the the that would be the idea. No, but that counts. Are we gonna gonna have the? Are we gonna have the? have the wishes. He could really just mess with and be like, oh yeah, you want the opinion balance? Here's the opinion balance. No stones. Yeah, I'm saying at the same time you can use you can have the TARDIS, but without the time vortex. Like if if you're going with that rule, you you assume that you have it in all of its power. We get the infinity gauntlet, and then we get the the genie lamp, and then we get we ask for all the all the jewels. That that's 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 kind of like wishing for more wishes. though. That's kind of like wishing for more wishes. <laughs> I like the Green Lantern ring. I'm surprised you didn't say that. Well, you know, I really want that statue. You guys are down two minutes. Um, well, just <laughs> good. It's your turn. The Ark of the Covenant. Remember, you've got to come up with how you use them because as well. Because Time Turner, you can use it to go back in in, in time, and you know, if, like if you have to be in two places at once, you can. Hermione did it. So, we so, so who who has control of this artifact then? Whoever's wearing it. The apple. And you can take other people with you. What, what apple are you talking about? From Assassin's or, Creed. No. Because that drove them crazy. I know. That's way too much power. The power. I mean, 
this is why we no, stop the house of ideas, isn't it? But also, <laughs> the bag that Hermione has that that is basically like a tiny Tardis. It is bigger on the inside. It's yeah. just all, but that that's not I mean, a that's specific just bag. It's general. just she, she just casts yeah, a she uh, concealment spell. Why don't we get a wand then? Why don't we get a wand? Yeah, the elder wand. I like that. Yeah, not the elder. No witchcraft. No witchcraft. Oh, never mind. Just kidding. Yeah, because then we got to get Old Testament and throw rocks at you. Two minutes. Like a duck. We can't agree. This is why yeah, we're you picked the wrong four people to do House of yeah. Ideas. We just we have so many ideas. <laughs> Five. Nick, you got some? Five. Yeah, but Nick doesn't get trivia. <laughs> I already threw he my said, yeah. He wants the Iron Man suit. All right, so we have the Iron Man suit, the TARDIS, and the Green Lantern ring. How do we use them? Um, time travel and then kicking butt as long as it's not a point I like the time, time. turner. Like what about, I can just imagine a Green Lantern Iron Man suit. Oh, but then you can, that's why you can't have the TARDIS because a fixed point in time, you can't change. So why don't you guys work backwards and see? At the same time, but with the time, what in this world needs to be fixed and saved in real life and then find the right tool for the right job? You guys have one minute and 20 seconds. So the song screwdriver? Ooh, hey, song screwdriver, I want that. There you go. That'll just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Well, yeah. But that's okay. I like how they're all like condensed in like Doctor Who. And comic books. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where all the good and stuff is. Wait, no, okay. Millennial Falcon. Millennial Falcon. Millennial Falcon. Millennial Falcon. Have fun. Millennial Falcon. Sorry, I'm I'm really out of it today, guys. I'm mixing up the Millennial Falcon. Millennial we don't need it. Well, if we already Every have the TARDIS, years. the Millennial Falcon. It's the one that made the Kessel Run under twelve parsnips. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, guys. I'm really. So what problems are we solving, you guys? This None, is apparently. It. None. What's we the sword? What's fun. the sword that um, that uh, what's his name has? Um, Excalibur. No, 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 no. Um, the from from Lord of the Rings. Thirty the, seconds. Oh, Sting? Or, no, um, no, the other Glamdring? one. Yeah, the one that uh, Aragorn has. Oh no, that's uh, no, that's. The one that Aragorn has is. The, is what's the, that gonna do? Uh, How's what's that, that gonna, gonna do? save yeah. in the real world? Destroy all of that. I don't know. No, he still needed an army of undead. Well, then we get the army of the undead. Yeah, because there's it? a mountain full of those out of everywhere. Ten seconds. Magic. There's no mountains in Florida. Um, I think my time turner is the most logical. All right, blue milk. <laughs> blue milk. You guys are not taking this seriously. Lightsabers and, and green lantern rings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I wanted milk and so, I wanted green lantern rings. Well, I should have put one of you guys in charge. Obviously. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that would have helped. So Nick. what three <laughs> items are you using, and then what are you going to fix in this world? Jessica, yes. you you speak for the trees. Yeah, oh, great. There goes the TARDIS. <laughs> Green Lantern. Because the TARDIS is broken. No, it's not broken. That's why it looks. It's stuck. Works. It's no, stuck. no, it's not. That's Bad why it looks like a box. Things happen to wizards who meddle with Jesse. Time, Jessica, just the Jesse. Circuit. He still drives the car. He drives because it's broken, but it still works. That's very true. It makes that sound because the brakes are on. <laughs> it sounds like seals <laughs> yeah, being <the> <laughs> churned to death in an axe. The TARDIS still works. <laughs> an axe factory. Just the chameleon circuit. <laughs> I'm not all and I, <laughs> and I mean the body spray. Not, oh, not why are the seals right. of the X-Factory? The time turner Because he makes worry about music. fixed points in time. Okay. So No, nope, the time turner. The time, Excuse me, hold Steven. On hold on no, a second. Concede to the chair. Well, no, no, no. I would say because you have two different types of time travel in those two things. The TARDIS can affect time. Time turner cannot. In the time turner, in the universe that presented with the time turner, you're in a fixed fixed loop of time. You, you cannot affect anything. Anything that happened is going to happen anyway. Yeah, so the time turner, the time turner has more strict rules. We're not rules. getting into a time travel I'm argument right the time, now. About the time turner has more strict rules than the TARDIS. Linear, wibbly wobbly, timey wimey, and that's exactly. as far as I'm going with Doctor Who. Exactly, but the, I'm, I trust me. I 
<laughs> oh, she just buzzed you. Sorry, like, you're, you're done. Like, That's no, your time, Mr. No, Salisbury. No, I'm just trying to say if you're going hey, to meet you someone. Hey, you're not going to filibuster on my show. I'm trying to filibuster. I'm trying to explain. Okay, so Jessica, cry, Jessica brings a time turner. Time turner. For, because for, for the longest time, I thought she said Timmy Turner. But I was like, long. that seems useful. He's, 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 he's fairly really odd pants. Sonic Screwdriver. Okay. He's got the Green Lantern ring. The, the Green, Green Lantern, Lantern ring. ring. And what what problems in the world can I look forward to this uh, five some and your mighty tools to save? Well... With the Green Lantern ring, still doing it, Nick. There's so much you can do. You don't get the Green Lantern ring. Why don't I get the Green? I'm I'm the I'm the I one who the most Lantern deserves. Ring. Yeah. What did you say? What did you say is your first suggestion? I wanted that statue. Exactly, a statue that does nothing, sir. <laughs> nothing. It belongs in a museum. <laughs> so what are we gonna do with it? <laughs> Put it in a museum. I get the ring. Neff gets killed first. <laughs> Neff's dead. Neff okay. I feel like Neff. I should keep this, all three. And okay, so what we've learned from tonight's House of Ideas is absolute power corrupts absolutely. <laughs> the first thing that you guys did was kill twenty percent of your own Congress here. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, sometimes you gotta cut off a finger to save the hand. <laughs> <laughs> and that if finger has if the your green right lantern. eye offends you, cast it out, huh? <laughs> uh, that finger has the Green Lantern ring on. Well, uh, future generations, you're in good hands. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, wh- while you all suffer and the world burns, Jessica will be traveling back in time to watch it again and again. <laughs> that would be fun. Congratulations. <laughs> Welcome to the fall of the House of Ideas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is Edgar Allan Poe? We need more structure. That's right. <laughs> oh, no. It's a good way to use your illusion, Tony. <laughs> OMG, it's the Popo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna use that to build a giant wall and bury you all behind it. But you know what? If I had a time turner, if I had a TARDIS, if I had a DeLorean, I would go back in time. And I would tell Will Friedle that he needs to vote oh, come on. for oh, yeah. the best thing ever. But More since we can't and we don't, we are forced to move on. Tonight, it's time for the best thing ever. Tonight on the best thing ever, we uh, look at the week past and we find out, you know, and I'm just going to go straight to it here. There's no reason to elaborate. I know embellishment is the art of storytelling, but Captain America had a throwdown with Rorschach and uh, I don't know which one of you accidentally pressed Rorschach, but only one of you did. So uh, Captain America walks away in the biggest landslide since uh, Ronald Reagan crushed Walter Mondale in 1984 and uh, or since Ivan Drago killed Apollo Creed in Rocky IV. Ooh, so. spoiler alert. <laughs> it's a 40-year-old movie, okay. no, Steven. No, you got stuck with Rocky's that. not even, though. Rocky, uh, Rocky, Rocky, Rocky 4 is, is like 35 years, or 25 years old. Yeah, now. but it's not 40. Rocky is 40 years old. I feel, I Rocky feel is like 76 from... or 77. 76 was 40 years, 40 years ago, ago, math whiz. Why are you so argumentative? Because he's got a toddler that tells him he's not a real man. Got something to prove tonight. Oh, my goodness. So... Tonight's best thing ever. And remember that Captain America winning this round means that he advances to the next round where he will face not just Batman Beyond, but also the Star-Lord in our first three-way dance uh, for the I best thing ever. I love Captain America. Hail Hydra. <laughs> Hail Hydra. Physically hurting my chest. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> his, giant, his giant, huge... <laughs> nope, be, it's been hurting before. Uh, yeah, it's probably uh, your espresso. Yeah. Uh, tonight... We are looking at one of the most controversial first-round matches that we have ever had in Best Thing Ever. I am eagerly awaiting. Will Friedle, you're on standby because your vote might make all the difference. <laughs> Tonight, shows up. Uh, and, and by the way, before we go into this, 
thank you guys so much, uh, everyone out in the Nerd of God squad that took time to vote. We have set up on our best thing ever, uh, an actual like best thing ever draft. Like you can go in and you can pick your winners, do predictions. A bracket. Uh, it was fun. It was fun. So Pretty you get cool. to go through and pick your, your bracket. And uh, I will tell you this, the winner... Whoever it is that picked the final winner, what actually comes out for best thing ever, will receive a prize from our Nerd of God's Dash. And guess what? We actually have prizes in our Nerd of God's Dash now. Yeah. So you will uh, you right. will receive a prize. So uh, if you haven't yet done that, uh, you got to get on it. We will actually close the ability to participate after um, next round. So now is your chance to do it, uh, and then we will move along. So tonight, one of the most controversial round one battles that we've ever had in best thing ever. Black Panther mm. versus the Batman. Oh, I feel so oh. bad for Black Panther. Oh. Oh. I don't. Black Panther's he's like the Batman of the Marvel it's, Universe. It's, uh, he's the, ri- the, he's no. the richest. It's, he's it's he's gonna, no. the richest. T'Challa has enough money to make Tony Stark look like Peter Parker. And, he, and I'm not talking current Peter Parker. I'm talking <laughs> original Peter Parker. Because current Peter Parker has a, enough has, has, has Tony money. Stark money. Yeah. I can't. I don't follow comic books. He's super smart too. Like yeah, he's got like the the super armor I'm just it's, I'm just saying I don't think it's gonna, I don't think it's going to be as decisive a victory you would think Batman would just take out anybody but this one's going to be I mean Batman who is, is who I have to win the entire thing so I'm going Batman anyway but I just say Batman Batman I, I'm going like this is like real life they're fighting not like who the people are picking now but Batman I say Batman would beat T'Challa but this isn't a popularity contest I, if it was if it was like a, who's the bell of the ball it's certainly going to be Batman I think in actual if we were doing combat one between the other. I think it'd be Batman. Uh, I think oh, it'd, no. I think it'd be closer than you think. No, I'm not saying it wouldn't oh, yeah. be. I don't think it would, it would be a landslide. But Black I think Batman. Would, I think Batman. He's got skills, but Batman is Batman is always always ahead of everybody. Batman else. did not beat Captain America when they had the uh, the Marvel versus DC crossover. They fought mm. to a stalemate. Yeah, that's because the, the writers were having a hard time writing. Black Panther well, could beat Captain America. I mean, well, you also got to remember, Black Panther is also incredibly intelligent. He was also trained in a mm-hmm. lot of different martial arts, kind of like how Batman was. Sure. So he's got a lot of the same, um, I don't want to say upbringing, but a lot of the same skills in his tool belt. So it kind of just, because they, they both are very smart. I mean, Batman and Superman, he was able to hold his own against Superman, which by itself is impressive because it's, it's Superman. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got to take into account that he learns his opponent. Yeah, these are and definitely both at the top of, of the heap. I mean, I know, I, and I'm not saying that, like, too. So it's like, it's like Batman 100, T'Challa 2. I'm just saying, I think Batman would win, but it would be a good fight. I would pay to see that. I am very, oh, very excited. Ooh. Very excited you, to see how this one turns out. It would be out. very cool. I, I just throwing this out there for, like, the Marvel movie makers. If uh, in the Black Panther movie, if he had the cape. That'd be really oh, cool. you like the cape with Dude, the, I with the, the he looks, he looks the, the Lando Calrissian cape. He looks baller with, with that cape. big collar because he kind of looks like it's weird because he kind of looks like Batman with the cape. But See, he, I like yeah. it without the cape. No, no capes. capes. No, no capes. capes. <laughs> so uh, you can get online uh, as soon as this episode goes to air. This poll will be up on our Twitter page at Nerd of Godcast. You can link to it from our website nerdofgodcast.com. You can help us to decide who will be the winner in this controversial round of best. Thing ever. You guys know what time it is? It's time for Neff News. Hey. Neff News, everybody. <laughs> Got some news for everybody. Yes. That's just the news song for everything. No. Like, Randy Newman does not get to about news, everybody. I think I did more bullwinkle there. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky. Look who they pull a rabbit out of my head. 
Hello everybody, welcome to Neff News, my name is Neff. Today's news is brought to you by Gadooki Font. The name may be funnier than any joke I say today. <laughs> Gadooki. Gadooki. <laughs> what? Obviously. <laughs> Yellow Gadooki, like you said. <laughs> Gadooki! <laughs> Not to be confused with Godzilla's son, Godzuki. <laughs> And here's your news and nerd culture this week. In movie news, Jenna Malone's character was revealed in the Ultimate Edition of Batman vs. Superman. She reportedly plays lead scientist of Star Labs of Metropolis, Janet Clyburn, who is an ally of Superman in the comics. Speculation says she might be in the future installments as the character. But if she can come back as a character that was in the movie for one scene, so can James Bond Stormtrooper. <laughs> These aren't the Blofelds you're looking for. <laughs> I smell a spinoff. <laughs> in TV show news, the Skylanders TV show got the green light as a Netflix series premiering in the fall. The main character Spyro will be voiced by Justin Long, and Ashley Tisdale will be playing the character Stealth Elf. Word does not come out on any other characters, but they may include both Elf, Health Elf, Self Elf, and of course, Elf on a Shelf. <laughs> in, in related Skylander news, did you guys see the E3 thing that Crash Bandicoot yes. will be in the next Skylanders yeah. game? Yes. Crash Bandicoot in general. Neff, continue with the news. <laughs> in video game news. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. There's video game news this week. There's, uh, there's, I mean, there's only one thing to talk about here. <laughs> The Electronics Entertainment Expo happened this week. Yeah. I wish and there was a shorter name for that. E3. Here's a recap of some of the most important things to come out of E3. New Xbox, probably trying to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> Halo Wars 2, The Flood of Narcolepsy. <laughs> Rare's Sea of Thieves, a.k.a. Black Flag for Kids. <laughs> Forza Horizon 3, Dead Rising 4, Gods of War 4, Originality 0. <laughs> Death Stranding brings Hideo Kojima back from vacation. Daryl Dixon <laughs> hugging a baby naked. <laughs> Jackie, have you seen that video? Okay. <laughs> Why is there dead fish? Why am I on the Jersey Shore? <laughs> virtual reality. Virtual reality everywhere. <laughs> I gotta say, my favorite virtual reality is virtual Bart. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to be in the lawnmower, man. Days gone. I asked for another zombie game. God of War 4. Kranos looking old, but still got better abs than me. Resident Evil 7. Literally peed my pants. Hashtag unashamed. Quantic Dream is back, but unfortunately in Detroit, though. Hey, my mom's from Detroit. The Last Guardian is next generation Shadow. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm stepping on your jokes. The Last Guardian is next generation Shadow of the Colossus. Much excite. <laughs> the Crash Bandicoot, the Crash Bandicoot, the? gets remasters of complete trilogy. Woo! Absolutely. Good Skyrim stuff. Special Edition gives me a chance to ruin my life again. Again. <laughs> Dishonored 2 is coming soon. War on and off planet, Battlefield 1, Mass Effect, Andromeda, Titanfall 2. Watch Dogs, maybe this time. <laughs> 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 New Ghost Recon Wildlands got me like, whoa! Star Trek Bridge Simulator brings up excitement, Mr. Spock. 
<laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare is getting remastered released because we know Infinite Warfare isn't going to make the hype. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption concept art, Batman the Telltale series cast and art revealed, and God help me, the greatest reveal at E3 this year, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wind. Take my money, Nintendo. Yes! <laughs> and this has been Nef yeah, News. Bruce. Have a nerdy today and a blessed tomorrow. <laughs> so, so You have my vote. So Coming in hot. I, I need a moment to gather myself. That was your best Nef News to date, That was sir. pretty good. That was pretty good, sir. Uh, that was very watch good. Watch dogs. Maybe this time. Maybe this, let's move into San Francisco and see what happens. Mm-hmm. I'm just so uh, I was bored. <laughs> Oh my. Oh my Excuse goodness. Me. I looked down to see what time it was, and my Facebook has a very high number, and I have to resist the urge to like click on it and say. <laughs> Is that more people sharing your post? I hope. Uh uh, yeah, I don't know. It was a good post. Thank you. Uh, this has been a this has been a tough week. I mean, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. We're having laughter, and and I think laughter is part of the healing process. But uh, you know, we we shared briefly in a post, and I originally posted something. We'll repost maybe a thought at another time. But I took it down because the post that we shared earlier was an initial reaction from uh, Sunday morning's tragedy. You know, we woke up here in Orlando and uh, heard the news about about the worst mass shooting that's ever happened in our in our country uh, in, in, you know, in, in, that we can remember. And um, I mean, this literally happened, I mean, five minutes mm-hmm. from where yeah. we sit right mm-hmm. now. I yep. mean, like we the church that that used to be our church, we sold that that building when we moved over here uh, is within eyesight. I mean, it's it's it is it's two doors down um, from this nightclub where where this I mean, terrible, terrible, terrible act happened. And, mm-hmm. um, I'm encouraged and I'm discouraged at the same time. Uh, I really am encouraged to see our, our city kind of come together and uh, and and be what we're calling Orlando strong. We are Orlando, you know. Pray for Orlando. All these these banners, and I I think like that the acts of, of hate have actually done the. I, I can't imagine why people do things like this because it almost seems like it, it just has the opposite effect. They try to bring fear, and, and instead people turn to faith. They try to demoralize, and instead you know people you know lock arms and and galvanize. Uh, like like never before, and it's been certainly the case here in town. Uh, one of the things that really breaks my heart, and I hate it though, is you know, social media has just been unbearable this week because people want to get on there and they just want to make this. They they immediately react back with whatever their own personal agendas are, whatever the things are that they want to see happen. You know, oh, take this away. Hey, put bans on this. Hey, everyone should have this. Hey, no one should vote this way. Hey. And it's not, it's not about that. It's about humanity. It's about people. It, it, it's about the senseless tragedy it's about families that that are mourning and and you know around this table here i mean none of us are more than maybe one or two degrees separated from from people that are that have lost loved ones i mean real i mean you some of you guys went to high school like across the street from where this happened this is our neighborhood this is mm-hmm. i mean that's that's uh, we, i was at that radio shack the day before that's that's mm-hmm. uh, across the street and i work less than I, a mile away from yeah, it yeah it's I was it, at the yeah. taco bell a couple hours before it that's happened. what i'm saying it's 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 it, it really does you, you think this can always happen uh, you know we see this all the time it's always somebody else it's always somewhere else and uh, you never really think it's going to be right there where you are and uh, so so our prayers and our hearts from the nerd of godcast do go out to the victims uh, do go out to those people that are affected, uh, and and it is hard. You you don't want to see anybody have to live in fear to look over their shoulder. I mean, this is it's really been a tough week in our city. Uh, we it started out uh, at the beginning of the weekend with uh, with this singer, a popular singer, on her way up, uh, Christina Grimmie, getting shot for no reason uh, at a signing at uh, a theater, which is 
five minutes in the other direction from us. Yeah. I, mean, I think all of us have been to. That's what I'm saying. Where it's right. It, that's where our Chick Fil A is. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. and I mean, it's it is right around the corner from where we are. And you have that senseless tragedy. And then you followed up with this absolute massacre. <laughs> Uh, you know, we even discovered was it yesterday, night be- day before yesterday, um, a little kid getting uh, attacked and killed by an alligator. Two-year-old kid getting killed by a gator in the lagoon at Walt Disney World. Um, certainly, you know, these things are, are tragic, and and you know, some of them are are born of cruelty. Some of them are born just from, you know, nature and. But all of them are a shame. And so it's definitely taken its toll on our hearts and on our minds. So uh, if you're out there, uh, please do pray Pray for our city. Pray for Orlando. Pray that whatever happens, God can be honored in the midst of all this confusion, in the midst of all this chaos. And uh, that, that those that would use these situations to further their own agenda out of conceit or out of selfishness, uh, that they would just shut up. They would just yeah. shut up, really, and uh, let let people grieve and let people heal and, and let people find strength in the midst of, of their sadness. As a as like a kind of bit of encouragement, because this is something that's, I mean, it's hard for a lot of us to deal with because it was an act of terrorism, mm-hmm. pretty much. And for terrorism, its point is to terrorize. And then I just remembered the verse from 2 Timothy 1.7, for God gave us a spirit, not of fear, yeah. but of power and love and self-control. Mm-hmm. And yeah. while I see a lot of sad things on Facebook. I've also seen a lot of people just coming together and then like the lines to give blood the oh. day of mm-hmm. over a thousand people. They Four had to actually long. turn people They're away people because away. they ran out of supplies. Yeah. And so it's like you can you can't mm-hmm. you can't keep us down. People were giving the people in line yeah. like stuff that they needed. Yeah, they were donating that. like Chick-fil-A a opened yes. up on a Sunday and <laughs> made food to bring to those yeah. people. And then, yes. uh, this Sunday, I mean, this is only really more Florida folks. But Four Rivers is Four Rivers yeah, is, yeah. they're always well. closed on Sunday, but they're opening up Sunday, and then all of their profits from Sunday, they're gonna going donate to, to the Orlando Fund. And one of the things that I love, and, and I, I love when, when people come together, because I, yeah. I, I believe in, there's a, a juxtaposition in my theology where, t- to some degree, I do believe in total depravity, I believe that that we are uh, we're a wicked people. You know, humanity. The we have to be taught to not uh, not be selfish. We have to taught uh, be have to be taught how to share. We have to be taught how not to lie. You know, you don't have to teach a kid how how to throw a tantrum. You have to teach a kid how to behave. Uh, we have born within us uh, yeah, a sinful condition. We have born within us um, a natural lean towards selfishness. Um, so, so I do believe that. I believe that there's none righteous, not one. I believe that no one seeks after God by default. That that, that has to be a spiritual awakening. But, but aside from the theology of that, I also believe that we live in a society where there is such a desire uh, in our DNA and who we are to long for good that when we know that we should be good, we know that that it's best to be good and to do good things and to be selfless and to be kind-hearted. And when you see things like this and people see it, uh, that, that maybe never thought about these things before, and you see that come out of them, you see good deeds come out of them, you see selflessness and, and, and an eagerness to share and to serve come out of them, uh, I think it really gives gives truth to our best nature. It gives truth to that, that part of us, that, that God-shaped part of our heart. Uh, and I, I think that's really, really a beautiful thing. Um, I think it's beautiful when the world does it. I think it's uh, beautiful, appropriate, and natural when the church does it. And uh, I think there's something to be said about when we're able to do it together uh, and, and when the church can demonstrate Christ. Obviously, you know, we give blood and we, we give food and we give comfort. Um, 
but on a whole nother level, we also give prayers. Last night we had a prayer service here at our church, and uh, one of the the pastors that came together, we had pastors from all across the community here, and um, the one of the the opening remarks was, you know, here tonight, you know, here at the altars, here on our knees, uh, the church sends its first responders, mm-hmm. and and I thought, you know, how powerful prayer is. I mean, we we think of it as as maybe like the least thing that we can do, but it really is uh, one of the most powerful things. So uh, I pray that God would. Uh, touch the hearts of the families of the victims. I pray that mm-hmm. God would be with those that are recovering, and uh, I pray that God would help, um, just help the leaders of our city and our nation to keep us safe and to. Uh, I don't think it's out of the question to pray for the aud- audacious. I just pray that God would touch the hearts of the people in this world that have no better way to express themselves than through hate and murder, because, what a miserable existence that must be. Uh, I I would probably rather die than have to live like that. So, uh, Lord, we just pray for peace all across the world from uh, from one coast to the other in our country. We pray for peace in the Middle East, God. We pray for unity. Uh, it doesn't mean that we all have to agree with each other on every single thing, but God, let us be unified by our uh, humanity. Let us dignify one another, see each other the way that you see us. Uh, we just pray for your people in, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Um, all right. <laughs> so <laughs> that got a little heavy. Um, Orlando's a beautiful place. It, it, it is a, a, an amazing place, and we have, uh, you know, we have the Magic Kingdom, we have the City of Tomorrow, we have Hogwarts, we have all of these things, you know, and uh, and it is a beautiful people, beautiful place. Um, so, looking for some fun things to get involved in. Uh, last week, Jessica brought us something cool in a new segment that we had called Kickstart My Heart. We're looking for some stuff online that we can get excited about, that we can support. And tonight, uh, brought to you by the makers of Neff News, Neff, Kickstart Our Heart. Hello, everybody. Okay, so here's the deal. <laughs> Hi, Neff. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 We've been no, hour, but hello. No, no more. Hello. Okay, so check this out, guys. I found Everybody this. Pull out your handy dandy uh, mobile devices so we can look along with Neff. I found this Kickstarter from the Godfather of animated film, the Don. Don Bluth, if you will. Don Bluth has come out with a Kickstarter. It may have moved. Is Don to Indi- Bluth still alive? I think it moved to Indiegogo, but it started off as a Kickstarter for Dragon's Lair. You to, shut your mouth. To be made into a full-length animated film. By the Don Bluth for the big screen. All right. So for those of us uh, uh, that don't know, and from and by those of us, I mean those of you who don't know <laughs> what Dragon's Lair is, uh, w- tell us what that is, Neff. It's an old game. Well, not that old, but it's old, Neff. Okay, it's old. It's old game. <laughs> no one in this room was born but me. Uh, that it used to be. It started off in the arcades, and it's basically an animated movie, but it, it gives you little prompts, and you have to move towards the, the, the prompts, and if you miss something, you die, and it's about this character. He's a, he's a knight. Dirk the Daring. Dirk the Daring, who's trying to save this princess from this castle, and it's really cool because it literally is an animated movie that you're just playing through. Yeah, in the in the arcades back in the 80s, I remember this so well because we were surrounded by games like Pac-Man and Pole Position, and you guys can picture the graphical and audio presentations of those things. It was pixels and blips, uh, but then in the center of the arcade, you would 
hear dun dun da da and a voiceover and then you know Dirk the Daring must rescue Princess Daphne from you know and and you you step up and you see instead of pixels and Pac-Man you see a a Disney quality full length cartoon and the game I believe ran off of it was really a laser disc that was in it and uh, what would happen is at each point of combat or of chaos or calamity in the game, it would prompt you to move one of four directions or to attack. And your movement would advance it to the next video track. If you chose the wrong one, you would fall into whatever peril was attacking you. And each one brought with it its unique, fully animated death that was like mm-hmm. really, really amazing and kept you playing. Uh, but if you got the right one, if you, if you moved the right way, you could advance through the story. Um, it's so cool. You can actually download it for, uh, I think, iOS. Uh, you can, I think, get it on Steam. You can get it on PlayStation. Uh, for just a couple dollars, it's totally worth a playthrough uh, just for the cartoon adventure of it alone. It was followed up by a game called Space Ace, which was also very interesting. But uh, to see this being made as a, as a full-length animated, animated movie would just it – would, it would find the sweet spot between nostalgia and – and fantasy fanatics, it would finally give us maybe a uh, a Wizards and Warriors type movie that could scratch the itch that World mm-hmm. of Warcraft didn't quite. Yeah. Sorry, Jessica. <laughs> it's uh, Dar- it's uh, Don Bluth and Gary Goldman. Gary Goldman are working on it, and uh, there's a bunch of cool rewards that they got. Like they have a, a Dragon's Lair two signed Blu-ray, uh, uh, Time Warp, I believe it's called. Yeah, and they have um, they have a Titan a Titan <laughs> AE. Uh, thing it's a signed uh, movie poster and and Blu-ray and wow. stuff like that. Yeah, definitely Don check Blue. this out. And it is on on Indiegogo, Indiegogo. so that's that's confirmed. Dragon's Lair returns. Uh, it looks like they have raised two hundred and six percent of their funds that they were asking for uh, in the area, a little over half a million dollars. So uh, definitely cool. And we will be on the lookout for this one. So check it out if you are all about it. Thank you, Neff. If you're also looking for a worthy cause to support, we encourage that you check us out on our website, nerdofgodcast.com, and click on the link to support us through our Patreon page. Patreon is a website that allows you to financially support the artists and broadcasters that you enjoy so much. We hope that we have made the cut and that we are on your list. And if you do enjoy the Nerd of Godcast, our uh, message, our ministry, and our misadventures, then please check us out, support us. Uh, You can give as little as a dollar, but your ongoing support really helps us to uh, continue the ministry, to reach out, and uh, just to provide you with the quality content that you've come to expect from the Nerd of God cast crew. So we thank you so much. Uh, Obviously, if you don't have to give, uh, as we stated before, prayers are the most powerful thing that you can uh, send our way. Uh, We ask that you subscribe to us. Click subscribe, click like on everything we have, drop some reviews and ratings. We love stars, especially when they come in fives. And uh, thank you again so much for your support. So that's the three ways you can help us. Pray, pray, pray. Uh, Subscribe and share. And uh, help us to pay for the things that we got to pay for by stopping on our pay tree on. So uh, thank you, Neff. Thank you for kickstarting our heart. Uh, Tonight we get into our main topic because this weekend, and we're recording on an awkward day, we're recording on a Thursday. We we are not going to be recording this Sunday because uh, evidently I have family plans because this Sunday is Father's Day. Uh, And it's a day where dads get to be celebrated. Uh, We know that on the grand scheme of things, if Mother's Day is equal to Christmas, then Father's Day is equal to Flag Day. Uh, But (laughs) hey, you'll find true love on Flag Day. (laughs) Thank you, Stephen. That's encouraging. 
I'll be very impressed if anybody can get where a that dream. reference was. All right, if you guys Beyond know, you'll, you'll find True Love on Flag well, Day. Well, I know one person who does, <laughs> Ken Huntley. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Let us know uh, that you know what Stephen knows or doesn't know. Uh, but because it is Father's Day, I thought we'd just take a quick second and we would talk about dads. We would talk about uh, the cool dads from science fiction, from comic books, from video games. Uh, the father-child relationship is definitely one of the most interesting dynamics. So uh, maybe if you guys have some ideas of, of famous dads or uh, stories that have kind of jumped out at you, made an impact on you of like, oh, wow, that's really cool, or oh, wow, that's really terrible, or a great story has somehow come out of this, and go. I like to think of uh, the King of Thieves. Aladdin yeah. and the King of Thieves, yes. That's, Dad. that's really cool. I mean, that's really what? cool. I love the Prince of Thieves. That's your favorite? Wait, Prince of Thieves? That's no, Robin Hood. Of King, of yeah, King of Thieves. He got upgraded. But the first one is King of Thieves is bomb. King of Thieves was very funny. It was great. King of, I for, saw a, for a trilogy, Aladdin. I it got Robin Williams yeah. back, right? Yeah, yes. Robin Williams yeah. came yeah. back. Yeah. Although we, we despise not Dan Castellaneta. He's, no, he's, no, he's fantastic. He is good. I prefer the first one, but the first one is also one I've seen multiple times. I've only seen Return of Jafar and King of Thieves. King of Thieves was wonderfully written. The only problem with King of Thieves was that it was done by television animation not by feature animation yeah. so it had a little bit of a sloppy it didn't have the smoothness in the animation yeah. but you, you still. look at the animation between Hunchback of Notre Dame and Hunchback of Notre Dame 2 <laughs> oh. sequels for animated straight to DVD not always if you look if you look at the animation on the Lion King sequels they kept that bar well, raised I mean, very high for the yeah. most part uh, even one and a half I just, I go back to him. So what was it, what was it about the dynamic between Aladdin and his padre? I just thought it was cool because like, obviously Aladdin started off as a thief, but then he. he A riffraff. A riffraff. A street rat. Scoundrel. I don't buy that. that. (laughs) If only they'd look closer. It doesn't take much to to prod us into musical singing. Especially they think he's red. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm going to have bad dreams. (laughs) Jackie, anybody jump out to you when you think Um, of. Father-child relationships. Uh, I haven't read this book in a very long time, but I vaguely remember. I I was really into Inkheart in uh, like sixth grade, and the dad was that the one with Macaulay Culkin. Yes. Okay. No, that's Page um, Master. Oh, okay. <laughs> but Mo was really cool. He loved his daughter like a lot, and Mo. went through great lengths to try and protect her from the magic of being able to read things out of books and into books so it was it was a good good series and mo really kept what, up his bar too so what was the deal so they protect from the what now like, um, i'm not familiar mo, with ink heart mo i think it was like mo silver tongue i haven't read the books in so long so if you guys the listeners if you guys know it i apologize <laughs> Help for us any out. mistakes that i made is this a book i have to go or movie uh they made a movie and <laughs> <Bridget> Fraser <laughs> as, oh gosh um, as mo so um I he looks like a mo. He look, yeah. It, <laughs> the, the movie was okay. Ink Master, Inkheart, Inkheart, Inkheart. Okay, Ink Master. That's I'm a like, show. That's a show. Inkheart yeah. sounds familiar though. It, it, it was a I feel good like I've heard book. of it. It reminds me, and I don't know if you guys remember this game. And the game, the game really didn't. 
I guess there was some story in it, but the books really elaborated on more. It was um, one of those kind of full motion video type games, but a puzzle game from the for PC in the '90s. It was called Mist. Do you guys remember? Oh Myst? yes, Mist. Mist was a great, beautiful, beautiful ambient puzzle game. But in that story, there was a man who he mastered the writing style of the Dunny, and the writing style was whatever you write, and you had to be very careful that if you wrote in this certain language in these certain books, that you could create a world. So you'd have to be very, very careful and masterfully write because if you wrote the wrong thing you might have a world that doesn't obey the laws of physics or things might be very destructive there and his sons yearned for and learned this power and created worlds out of their out of their own personal weaknesses instead of out of their own personal strengths. So there was a conflict between the father and his sons as he was trying to gain control back of the worlds that they had wrought out of their uh, you know avarice and, uh, and and lust. So really, really cool concept for a game that it seemed like just a common, you know, interactive point-and-click puzzle game, but it actually had a really cool little story of family dynamic. Uh, I don't know, that's the, the, with, the Ink Master or Ink Heart made with, me think of that. With Ink Heart, it was like he had such a smooth and beautiful voice that he could read something out of a book. And um, throughout the series, spoilers if you haven't read the book, but it's been out for a long time, um, is that you could write something and he could read it and it would become a thing. So like his daughter and I'm blanking on her name, but she Sally. No, it wasn't. It's always Sally. Sally. <laughs> oh, and, I can. Um, it's Flo. It wasn't. <laughs> Stop. Flo and Flo. But basically, she read herself into the book Inkheart, and it's just all this character stuff, and it's it's really really interesting. Like it jump started my imagination to like thinking, what would it be like if I could like be in a book, oh. like my favorite book. Maggie. Very cool. Maggie. Maggie. Ma- Maggie? Maggie Maggie or Maggie Maggie Maggie, Maggie like Peggy Maggie. Maggie. I just remember Dustfinger was Maggie played and by, Mo. Paul, by Maggie and Mo Dustfinger Dang was it, played Maggie. by Paul, Paul Bettany in uh, the movie wow. which is really funny but um, it didn't match the description at all in the book I don't think but <laughs> Dustfinger was this he was the OG firebender one day we legit. need to have a conversation about books and the, the people that they cast in movies that don't match it's the like books. Paul Bettany's great but he's not Dustfinger what do you think Nick who, who is something maybe a, a movie father child relationship something that you go oh that's that's a great one that's that's iconic, or that's uh, a difficult one. Mufasa. Oh, say it again. Mufasa. Yeah, Mufasa. dude. <laughs> uh, that's um. That's good. W- w- explain why. It's just pouring information into your child and so making him. Everything the light touches is our kingdom. Yeah. At least T'Challa now. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> so you like cats? <laughs> Rower. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that's good. That's a really, really good one. And and you know, I don't know what it is, but there's there's like something about that scene when they're playing. And I'm going. <laughs> I just, I, it's just, it's so touching. That movie changed for so you after you had your after you had your son. Oh, forget it, dude. When you have a kid, when, like, and and I speak as the only person here who I guess is a grown up, according to your niece. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> have a child. Um, uh, uh, yeah, dude. Like when you have a kid. Everything changes. All of those movies that you watch suddenly change. Every every sermon you've ever heard about the love of God like suddenly changes, suddenly comes to life. You're holding your child. Jeez. You're going, I get it Jeez. now. Much <laughs> Jessica, what do you think? What's something maybe that, that, that sticks out to you? Like of any book at all? Books, movies, games, whatever. Atticus Finch. 
Dangerously close to the red badge of courage, kind of. <laughs> we're we're off the nerdy track, but that's such a good story. A, Kill a Mockingbird uh, is one of my favorite books. I'll allow. Yeah, his kind of kind of look weird little side. There's a podcast I listen to, and one of the guys on it is having a son, and they decided to name their son mm-hmm. Atticus. Wow, that's a great name. They decided to name their son Jim and Scout. <laughs> Jim Scout. <laughs> Jim Scout. Uh, Steven. Uh, I mean, like my first thought was Mufasa. And then I was going to stick with James Earl Jones and go Darth Vader. Uh, now, now that's a good one, though. You know, you know, they have these these books that the, the Darth Vader and Son. Yes, yeah, books. Yeah. They are wonderful. They're so but cute. But what? Uh, what happened? Why are you doing the robots? <laughs> the Cavaliers just won. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. This is a nerd cast. Okay. Excuse me, sorry. And if you're follow, and if you're following like I am, by get my stuff blown up, they won by cheating. Game seven, baby. We are not getting into. We're talking I know, I'm about just saying, dads. I know. You know. How most by the time this happens, this whole conversation is old news. Father's Day's in the past. This whatever sports yeah, ball. Dads is in the love past. sports. Okay. I don't Any, love sports. My d- I tried when my son was born. I thought I'm gonna be a dad that like has the son, and we're gonna play catch in the yard. And w- so we went to the sports store, Stephen. We went to sports Impact store. Sports. <laughs> <laughs> Give you an idea how long ago this was. Wait, do so, any of you four know what Impact Sports? I've, I've heard of Impact. I brought. My yeah, son to show. Impact Sports, and and he, I think he's like two and a half years old. And I said, we're gonna watch football this year. We're gonna do it. We're gonna watch all the games, and we're gonna pick a team to follow. I don't I care what two. team it is. So it, probably about th- almost three, maybe two or three years old. So I said, we're gonna watch football this year. I brought him into the store, and I let him pick out a hat. I figure whatever hat he picked out, he's gonna get the hat. I'm gonna get the hat. This is gonna be our team, and we're gonna follow them. We're gonna watch them all the way through, and. We he picked out the New Orleans Saints. Yes, he did. I remember yeah. the story now. <laughs> and we still have these New Orleans Saints hats. Now that football season, and it may have been the year or the year before the Saints. Well, no, it was. It no, was, no, the, no, it was, it was, it was way before. It would have been. It's probably the. I think it was the year that they came back from the, Katrina. That was and what they, it was. Oh, they went to the NFC Championship. It wasn't. It wasn't. Wasn't quite then. It was a little bit before that. It was right before that. Archie Manning. Well, the year before it was like that the year was before Katrina. That. That's what I'm saying. It was no. It was this. Would have it been, went Katrina. This would have been like 2005. So it was like right. Katrina. Before, it was right before that. Uh, so the year before that Katrina happened. So you know how many of those football games we watched? None. Zero. I watched. Every we single one of none those. of those games, but we still have the hats. And that doesn't. I was very happy when I saw you with those hats. We tried. I tried. I tried. I was going to be a sports ball dad, I, but you know what? Can I, I name my suggestion? Couldn't now. do it. Hey, but you know what? My son knows all <laughs> the Pokemon. Yes, he does. Okay, I was going to name Darth Vader, but then but I, I thought of a better one. You it's, can't name what you were going to name because then that, that's well, you naming four things. Out. I don't want to get left out. But <laughs> well, I really was going to say Mufasa, but it's already been talked about. Anyway, but. I was gonna say, um, big fish. Okay, that's uh, not, not super, not super, super nerdy. It, that's is nerdy it, enough. I was that's, like, it's that's a Tim a, that's movie. a good one. That's a good one. But I can't watch that movie. I cannot watch that movie. I've, he I, does. He cries. I, yeah, every I, single time. I, no, uh, I, no. I, I, Listen, I did not watch it with you for the yes. first time. I watched that. I, had to leave, I, had I watched that on DVD. Oh my my wife fell asleep, and I finished the movie watching it by myself. And like, she woke up at the end, and she's like, "What's wrong?" And I'm just like, "It's a sad movie. It's a good sad movie. It's a good like. I just like. I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to spoil the movie. You don't want to talk about it because you don't want to start blubbering. Like, I'm starting to get misty-eyed right now thinking about it. It is. It is very good. But it is on Netflix. If you have even the slightest like father son trepidation issues like you watch that movie and it's it's done You're for done. you Steven you need to break no my stomach does not <laughs> I know I heard it I thought I thought we were being attacked by a <laughs> she bear <laughs> uh, <laughs> who, who called me bald uh, so, uh, um so so I, I just showed you a picture Jackie yes, you do, do you know who this is who is it 
can't remember the name right now. Oh, I, I, know I, it's I Donna, know it is. Donna Noble. It's Donna Noble. Well, I, knew it, I yeah. thought you were asking about the specific Grandfather. name. I could have said that that was it, yeah. but I thought you were looking for the name. No, dude, I, I th- that he was um, what a wonderful character on oh, Doctor oh, Who. He's so yeah. good. Yeah, Donna's grandpa. I mean, just a, a wonderful father character, and and in some ways, you know, kind of a father to the Doctor. I mean, the way they have. I just the last the last well no not the last episode but one of the last episodes of Doctor Who I watched was Tenet's last episode. Oh, that's the one that gives you all the feels, especially with that character. Yeah. So when I saw that episode, I had stayed home from uh, class from Aveda because I wasn't feeling good, and I'm like, oh, let me watch Doctor Who because I'll feel better because I love David Tennant. (laughs) And I got to that episode, and I was curled up in the fetal position on my couch, just crying my eyes out. I don't want to go. Got to be kidding me. It's such a good episode. (laughs) I was sick on top of it. So good. So bad. So Nick, this is something that just occurred to me the other day. I was watching an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation from season two, which is the season I historically skip because I don't like Doctor Pulaski. Don't like her at all. So uh, when I was watching an episode, the episode I think was called Samaritan Snare. And it was the episode where um, Will Wheaton, Will Wheaton, uh, <laughs> where Wesley Crusher has to go to a star base for a test. And Picard ha- goes along oh, with him because yeah. he gets a medical procedure. Yeah. And uh, so the ship goes off and they, they have adventures somewhere else. But while Wesley <laughs> and Jean-Luc are, are kind of stuck in this shuttlecraft together. They end up opening up to each other. And Wesley, who doesn't have a father, his father was killed uh, before he was born, I think, uh, or when he was a baby. Uh, you know, he says to Captain Picard, you know, you would have made a, a, a good father. And uh, Picard begins to open up something that he was trying to keep private from the rest of the people on the ship. But he shares with, with Wesley, you know, why he's going to the Starbase for this medical procedure. And I never realized this because I skipped, I never watched season two. I don't like Pulaski. But... Um, <laughs> The, he makes reference to why he has a fake heart and how he got stabbed in the chest when he was at the academy by Nausicans. And he said, and I just looked down at my chest and I laughed. And it drew a direct line to the episode Tapestry, which comes like three seasons later and is one of my very favorite episodes of Star yet. Trek. Watch that one yet? Oh my goodness. And I'm going, I'm going, I had no idea that they drew the line all the way back to this episode from season two. It makes perfect sense. I, I, I had to, I'd like pause Netflix and just stand and applaud the writers of Next Generation. Congratulations. Congratulations. But it w- wasn't that. It was the whole thing about Picard and his yearning to be a father. Like it was something he never talked about. He always, uh, he always seemed frustrated at but, when children were around. But but Kirk got to be a father. <laughs> Dave. Not you, for long. You, He's the you, worst. <laughs> you, you, you cling on brown bear. You killed my son. I don't know why brown bear was the word I used to cling replace. On brown <laughs> cling on <laughs> brown bear. Brown bear, what do you see? I don't see David. <laughs> oh, killed my son. Uh, no, but it was it was the thing about Picard, and I was thinking about Picard as a father figure because although he didn't he didn't have children, you you see him as um, there was the episode I think it was called Disaster. It was the one where they, they had the little kids who won the science project, and he's taking them around the ship, and they get stuck in the turbo shaft because something you know wipes out the whole I think ship. I've seen that one. And yeah. he has to, they ha- he has to like protect the kids, and they're like going all catatonic, and he's got to sort of become this father figure to them and rescue them from this thing. And then it goes even <laughs> through further when he's caught in the Nexus in the movie Generation. I was just about to say, because he has the kids in that one. Yeah, and he doesn't want to leave the Nexus because Mm -hmm. really, despite the fact that he puts puts this exterior out that I don't like kids, I don't don't want children around, you know, like he secretly wants, and that's his perfection, that's his desire is to have have children it's not just a, not a cabin in the mountains like yeah. some people <laughs> like, yeah who but actually uh, have kids. really interesting i just thought that was that was kind of a a cool look at that character that i don't think i've really ever thought about before um other cool dads in in fiction or or bad dads han solo han solo is a cool dad han solo is a cool dad 
<laughs> for a minute. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's more bad dads than good dads. Who's a, who's a bad dad? Um, Odin. <laughs> oh, wait, is he a bad dad? No, he's not a bad dad. He's a If he's you a look him dad. up in Norse mythology. Okay, all right. We're, I was going mythology. Marvel Cinematic oh, Universe. Yeah. Going he's not too bad oh, no, in Marvel no. Cinematic Universe. I'll say, if you're going any mythology, you're going mythology bad Zeus is a bad dad. Zeus is the worst. Zeus, is, Zeus, is, Zeus needs to be, like, in jail for the rest of his life. He's a rapist. He's a murderer. He's a conniving con artist. He killed his father. In Norse mythology, Thor is kind of a jerk. In Norse mythology, he's a In ancient mythology, everybody's a Jerk. That's yeah. true. Like, I'm kind of being a jerk is how you survive. Kind of like the borderline good guy. They had no penicillin. They had no refrigeration. They had no air conditioner. And they didn't even have an icebox. And they didn't have underwear. They were always cranky. The world. Well, the Thor. Thor. Thor's mom is. So so they they didn't have an icebox, but they had a freezer. She's so great though. Like Frigga, Frigga's a bomb. Yeah, listen, she her. was she was tough in uh, what was it, Thor two in the Dark, mm-hmm. world, the dark well, world. I mean, if you're going oh. if you're going mythology, his mom's actually that a human. was a sad moment. What? But but and then she raises him as her own. Oh, Thor, Steven. Thor is the Hercules. Stop. So. Hammer time. Uh, Thor. <laughs> why, why are you like sighing at me? You're going mythology. Who's, I was going mythology. I was sighing at you. Hawkeye's a great dad. Hawkeye? Quinn Barton. Hawkeye's a great dad. Hey, so first, uh, we're going to bring all my super everyone. friends to the farmhouse here, and then I'm going to leave you all to fight a bunch of robots with a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. If it wasn't <laughs> if it wasn't for Quicksilver, he'd be a dead dad. Yeah. And then, and then yeah, he went Hawkeye out and tried to fight somebody dad. again. Civil War. He's the Avenger he recruiter. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's the lovable, relatable one. I love him so much. Yeah, we like Hawkeye. I need more Hawkeye. Or her, <laughs> depending on oh, which Hawkeye just, you're reading. What happened to that? What happened to that fast guy? I don't know. <laughs> I saw him. Oh, <laughs> he was he was he was just here. Any other? Uh, any other? Who, who's another bad dad? Who, what what makes a, the characters bad? Spock's dad. Oh, oh, Sarek like gave Spock such uh, agita, man. <laughs> like Spock was just stressing about that it's the whole time. Just his, Say that he can't help it him. though. Those are that's all Vulcans. Vulcans are logical; they don't deal with emotion. That, that, so Spock, being half human, his emotions got to him, and Sarek's like, "We don't operate that way." Like I literally cannot understand what you're going. But through. there were some There were some times when Sarek was like straight up like Stonewall, and it's all it always came back to your father always loved you, Spock, and it's like, yeah, well, why does he just logically hug me, mom? Logically. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Winona. Come, come here, son. <laughs> you never loved her. Ah, <laughs> pop filter. Uh, pop filter. Like shut up, Steven. <laughs> Steven is the worst. Um, Howard please, Stark. On, Howard Stark. You know, you see that that scene in what is it, was it Iron Man Two mm-hmm. when he's he's looking through his dad's stuff and you know he's he sees the video. He's, you know, and he, oh. he's like, oh, dad, you really did love me after all. Did did he do that though? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's watching. The, he's like, "You are my greatest invention." Yeah, but he's still, yeah. He's yeah. still. He had a hard time believing that, though. Like, no, he. I think he believed it. It was just because it was authentic. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't like oh, it wasn't pro, put on for a show. Howard Stark didn't know that it was still ha- like he was still recording. He was yeah. legitimately talking to Tony. Mm-hmm. But the the with Tony Stark the paradigm isn't him and his dad it's him and his dad's relationship and how much he loved his mom mm-hmm. which is why Oof. in civil, civil war, war in, well, that, just in case yeah. Yeah. still still in the theaters yeah yeah what about so uh what about batman he's a pretty, oh he's a weird dad mm-hmm. I, I, according but to recent movies i oh, think he's talking, more hung up about his mom i'm saying are, are you talking about wait are you talking about 
like Thomas Wayne, or you're talking about Bruce Wayne as a father? Well, we're talking about both. Thomas Wayne. Well, let's see. We get the Flashpoint Thomas Wayne, who's a murderer. No, no, no. No, We we, we don't go elsewhere. Okay, well, then we're talking about Thomas Wayne, who was a good father, but then he ended up being. Why do we fall down, Bruce? So we can learn to pick ourselves back. Yeah, he was awesome. But then Bruce Wayne with Damian Wayne is just like. I would say. I didn't know you existed. I would say. You do. Okay. But you have to look. Think about. um, in, in New 52, I, I'm, I'm just kind of paraphrasing here, but Death of the Family, mm-hmm. where Joker feels like it's kind of like his purpose and his calling in life to be like the one who gives Batman like his greatest desire. Like he's the counterpoint. He's the the one who, who brings Batman like fulfillment and that the stress that Batman feels sort of being a father to this, you know, you got Nightwing and you got Robin and you got all these, you know, <laughs> Damien and, and Red Robin. And Damien's the worst. And, and, and he doesn't mean to be the worst. He, he was, was raised, raised by Rachel Ghoul, yeah. yeah. you know? Yeah, like it's kind of hard. But and that's is. why the Joker's like, well, I have to kill your family so that you don't have to worry about him anymore. I'm, oh. I'm doing you a favor, Bruce. See, I was going to say... In Batman's story, the more the his most father-like figure is Alfred. Like, that's yeah. the relationship. Alfred is the Alfred's father. Awesome. Well, then you look at father-like figures because you know maybe maybe some of us, if, if if you've ever been in a position in your life where you don't have like a dad that's with you, you have a stepdad or you have you know somebody that's a, that's a mentor, or somebody that's there to kind of fill those places. That's a still a legitimate role. Uh, look at Peter Parker and Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, oh, yeah. Or or look at Luke Ogly and, and uh, Luke and and Uncle. <laughs> Uh, Owen. 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 I want to say Uncle Ben. <laughs> I want to say too. Uncle Ben. For some ben reason, Lars. I'm just hungry for rice right now. <laughs> it's because of uh, Ben Kenobi. Yeah, yeah Ben, ben Kenobi. Kenobi. Well, they, yeah, him and Ben. But uh, it's like, I knew you for a day, and now Owen. I'm all broken up that you're dead. And Owen you're Lars. Yeah, Owen Lars. Owen and Baru. Baru. That's a fake name. Blue. Baru. <laughs> 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 it's pronounced throat wobbler mangro. <laughs> what color is that? Blue. I mean, yeah, I mean, Kirk and his father, at least in uh, the, the newer Star Trek movies, that yeah. was a big driving force for him. Yeah, indeed. And, you know, his father was Thor. So yeah. Hey, win, win. The stormtroopers really brewed him away. Oh, oh shut up. Lord. We were past <laughs> that, and you brought it back. Because he had a joke. Uh, Not a good joke. No. <laughs> Just a joke. Just a joke. Um, I beru you. Bru- if we're talking about bad father figures, then... Uh, <laughs> what does that the mean? Guy the what do you mean, I beru uh, you? Uh, Frollo? Yeah. Frollo was the worst. Horrible. Remember what Claude I told Frollo? you? Frollo? You are deformed. Okay, he's the, the best. You are villain. ugly. And these are crimes yeah, for which the world yeah, shows yeah. little pity. Like as a child, didn't get that. He's job. like he's the no, best villain because he's so yeah, bad, he's dude. He is pure he's evil. Evening. They're trying to have a conversation. He's, he's no, that's okay. Well, no, listen, you choose that. your own adventure here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but okay, well, look at Disney then. Uh, how many Disney movies do you know were like a either bad parents or b no parents? Bambi's dad. <laughs> that's a oh, you know. Why not? No, no dad Brave. in Toy Story. Where's Andy's dad? Brave. Oh, Brave Dad is awesome. Brave Meredith's dad, dad is awesome. Oh, he's so some, great. Yeah. But uh, Andy, no dad. Andy has no dad. Andy has no dad. That's why. Not even a stepdad. Mr. Incredible is a great dad. Mr. Incredible is a great dad. Marlon is a great dad. Marlon is a dad. He's a dynamic character who becomes a better dad. He does love his son. That's too soon. Coral. <laughs> you say? Get in the house, Coral. We're not talking about that now. Oh my goodness. Wrong Coral. <laughs> uh-huh. Um yeah, there's so okay, so okay, Bell's dad in, in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah. Maurice. Maurice. Crazy old Maurice. 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 Some people call him Maurice. But some people call him a space cowboy. I prefer so to call him the gangster of love. <laughs> he was in here raving and <laughs> 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 I love um, it when I can throw that <laughs> reference out. There. Oh my gosh! Uh, oh. 
Well, that's when Rocky came out. The way we was. No, <laughs> what? Oh, oh gosh, no, yeah. don't start it. Uh, okay, Rocky. Rocky, the scene in Rocky when he's talking to his oh. son in Rocky Balboa. You know, nothing's going to hit his heart. You, me, anybody. You know, that's Better great. you. Does, does, <laughs> do dads, dads give, you know, strength and dads give encouragement and dads give great advice and dads, you know, pick you up when you need to be picked up and dads, like, you know, shut you down when you need to be shut down. And, uh, you know, whether whether you have a dad or whether you have someone in your life who is just there to encourage you and uplift you and be strong for you, uh, two things. Just be glad that you're not being raised by Judge Claude Frollo. Uh, be glad that oh. your father is not a dark Lord of the Sith the worst, Wait, the worst dad ever is the one from Lord of the Rings. Theoden? Yeah, oh, he, I already said that. No, 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 not Theoden. No, he's awesome. The, 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 one, who, no, the one who um, ate the, the yeah. what thing while the, he made Pippin uh, sing. What's his oh, name? Is that Denethor? Yeah. Denethor. Yeah, Denethor. He is the worst. He's, 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 I thought, I he thought was Theoden. I thought Theoden. He tried to burn his son alive. Yeah, no, 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 no. Theoden was was in Rohan. He was under the spell. But but Denethor was the he was the yeah he was the steward. He's human trash. Yeah, he was the steward of Gondor, and he was the one that sent Faramir to die. He tried to burn his son alive. He knew he was alive, and he still tried to burn him. I'm like, what are you doing? You crazy? Perhaps perhaps father. If I return, you will think better of me. And they, that depends upon your matter of oh. return. And then he jumped off <gasps> the thing, and I'm like, yeah. Oh, you know, what were you saying? Oh, I don't even know now. <laughs> the worst dad ever. He's, well, yeah, it, it is Father's Day where, uh, you know, maybe you guys have moved past it, but where we're coming from, it's coming up on Father's Day. Uh, if, if you have a dad, uh, you know, love him. He's probably not perfect. Uh, they don't. They don't make perfect people in this world. But uh, you know, dads, stepdads, people that just try to do their best. Um, you know, maybe maybe you, you'd have a tough relationship with your dad, or maybe your dad isn't where uh, you can reach out and touch him for whatever reason. But um, you know, there's somebody in your life that's there that's giving you uh, strength, that's giving you advice, and uh, and and I, I think that that's worth celebrating. So uh, for Father's Day, uh, I thank. God for all of the awesome men that are in our lives that, that teach us and that encourage us and that hold us accountable and expect the very, very best from us. Of all the things that God could have come to us as, of all the things that God could have uh, revealed himself to this world as, you know, he, he you know could have been the bolt of lightning, he could have been the cloud of thunder, he could have been the fire and the flame, he could have revealed himself as a, as a mighty beast, uh, but... Uh, God shows himself to us as a father, and I think there's something uh, so, so particularly beautiful about that. Uh, God nourishes, God protects, God encourages, and, and, and God brings out the best in us. He is our heavenly father, and uh, should you find yourself with no one else to turn to, um, he is a father to the fatherless. Uh, he protects the widows and the orphans. And he is ever-present in our times of need. So uh, to all the dads out there in the Nerd of God squad, happy Father's Day. Thank you for everything you do. Uh, one day your kids will stand face-to-face -face with you and blame you for all of their problems. But uh, perhaps with God's grace further down the road, they will look at their lives and they will realize uh, how caring, how wise and uh, what a blessing you have been all along. So from all of us at the Nerd of God cast, we say happy Father's Day. Uh, anybody else have any final closing remarks? Oh, big shout-out to the stepdads that step up for the kids that aren't technically theirs. Right on. That's a, that's, that's a really big up, like thumbs-up for them Yeah. because they don't have to do that, but 
fact that they do means a lot to those those kids that they're taking care of. 100%. And then on top of it, those single moms that have to fill both mm. shoes. Mm. Cool. That is good. Well, we are uh, we are going to be heading out. Uh, this episode will uh, hopefully broadcast uh, by Father's Day. We'll try to get this thing out a little bit early. And then the following week, uh, I will be in Why Mama, Florida for Florida Church of God Youth Camp. This year's camp theme is Hero Zero. It is an entire comic book superhero-themed camp. They just got through with their first week, which was for elementary school kids. Jackie, your sister went out there. Did she have a blast? She had such a blast. I heard she came back with a boyfriend. Yeah, I still haven't gotten the full details Ooh. on that, and I'm going to have to talk with her. Uh, but they had, they had a really, really good time. I heard all the Ew. conversation amongst all the leadership was all about comic books and superhero stuff, so I, think, I feel like I'm walking into my... My particular idiom. Uh, I'll be uh, I'll be serving out there as camp pastor for the week, which I just discovered tonight over Mexican food, uh, and which is a really tremendous opportunity. That's a that's very humbling. It's a tremendous honor. Uh, I will also be leading an elective where I'll be teaching uh, comic book art. Uh, I'll be working with kids on how to learn to draw their own comic book characters. We'll be doing. Um, drawing and inking and coloring so that'll be fun hopefully they'll have some fun things to take home at the end of the week and uh, we will also be broadcasting and doing some nerdy god content every night this will be going up on our feed so you guys can follow along with us at home uh, please listen please support uh, we're going to try to bring some of the actual campers on themselves so let's make them famous um, and it'll be a really, really good time. We won't be throwing it on our Patreon, so these will be just some free, fun, supplemental things. And then on Thursday night of camp, the entire, hopefully entire Nerd of God cast crew will be coming out to Why Mama to join us, and uh, we will be doing some live content and a lot of fun. We'll also be at the Hero Zero Con, which they'll be hosting right there at the campgrounds, where we will be uh, giving out some promotional products. We'll be selling material, we'll be signing autographs, and uh, meeting the newest members of the Nerd of God squad. So uh, we cannot wait for that. And we hope that you guys listen all throughout next week and uh, be there with us. Well, that is all the time that we have for tonight. The hour is late. It is after midnight. And Holy crap and a half. And we still got to film a video. Great stuff. Oh, so, well, that is all the time that we have for tonight. We we uh, have definitely got to get up out of here uh, for uh, Steve-O Supremo. Goodbye for now until we meet again. <laughs> for the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. Peace. For the twins, Jackie and Jesse. Bye. Almost. Almost. So close. Okay. So close. And uh, over in the booth there, Nick the Engineer. Goodbye. My name is Tony T. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Uh, let your inner geek run wild. Uh, pray for Orlando and uh, go hug your dad. We'll see you guys next time. Our post-credit sequence tonight is brought to you by the Nerd of God Stash. That's right. It's your place to pick up your official merchandise of the Nerd of God cast, or as we call it, Nerd of God swag. Stop by our website to get all the information about how you can equip yourself with the latest Nerd of God gear.
Whoa! Nev, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, Steven. Whoa, well, where'd you get that sweet Nerd of God Squad shirt? Bro, you know I got it in the only place you can get one of these. Wait, wait, you're not telling me. Is that nerdofgodcast.com? Of course, dude. For all your Nerd of God swag. That is righteous. I asked you guys to remind me to tell you guys a story. So it's going to be story time. We have a box story, and then there was another story. I just told dragons. you to remind me. Dragons. Was it dragons? Story time. Did you guys everybody. see the trailer for Pete's Dragon? No. I did. I have not. It's delightful. Check it out. Check it out. I think I you're yelling, Stephen. I'm not sure. I, yeah. uh, he does that. Everyone no, there was another story. I, I just told you guys to remind me of the story. You guys weren't even paying attention when I said remind me. There's a story. Uh, think of something about dragons. There's so much that's happened I know. I know. I feel like we've been to Gotham City, to Narnia, and back. I'm pretty sure it was about dragons. Was it about dragons? No. Okay, well, I don't, about narwhal. I don't remember no. any narwhal or dragon-based stories, Narnia. but I do remember the story about the box. Um, I had a, a friend of mine. He's actually he was my youth pastor when I was a, a young teenager, and I went back <coughs> to my hometown when I was um, a little bit older. And uh, he and his uh, affianced, who is now his wife, uh, had a cassette tape. So that kind of sets the stage of wow. when this took place. Uh, he had a cassette tape of a radio comedian a musician named Haywood Banks. You should look him up. And uh, it was all these songs that were taped off the radio station from her hometown of Haywood Banks singing all these different funny kind of parody-ish comedy songs. And uh, he did one called Toast, which is kind of probably his most popular one. You know, everywhere they go from coast to coast, people always ask, what do you like most? I don't want to brag. I don't want to oh. boast. I just tell them I like toast. Yeah, toast. You know, so he, he does all these, you know, oh, toast songs. Yeah, I've heard that, that one. one. One of my favorites, 18 Wheels on a Big Rig. Oh, there's yes. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, eighteen Wheels on a Big Rig. Roman numerals. You, you yeah, oh, there's I, 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 I V I I V I I X X X I X I I X I I X I V X V X V I X V I X V I I X V I I wheels on a big rig. All right, pull out your wrist calculators. We're gonna divide the numbers by pi. Oh, there's three point one four pi. Anyway, so so funny thing. So all these songs on were recorded onto a cassette tape, sort of a mixtape of Haywood Banks, and I enjoyed listening to this tape a lot. I had a lot of good laughs. I'm like, this guy is really funny. And they knew that I would appreciate it. Well, the last song on the tape was, I, I want to say it's called Billy and the Mystery Box. So when you're talking about your box earlier, this is kind of what made me think about it. <laughs> Billy and the Mystery Box. Uh, earlier, uh, Nick the Engineer was was Uber driving, and I think he had to deliver a box. Possibly, uh, he, he may be somebody's drug dealer now. I'm not sure. Congratulations. There's actually Congratulations. a lot of box. <laughs> So, uh, so this song was about Billy and the Mystery Box, and the idea was that Billy was going to order this mystery box from a catalog, from an advertisement in the back of a comic book, and then the whole song is building up the anticipation of what's going to be in this mystery box. It could be anything. And then the chorus was, Billy and the Mystery, Billy and the Mystery Box. And then they would go back to, you know, he cut the advertisement out, and he put it in the mail and sent the whole thing off, and <laughs> Billy and the Mystery, Billy and the Mystery Box. And then, like, finally the day comes when the box is going to arrive, and the box shows up in the mail, and Billy's super excited, and then the tape ends. Ends. Oh. And I never found out what was in the mystery box. And in my heart, I thought, if that was on purpose, this is the most brilliant comedy song ever. That's a, because that's, as I'm listening to this kid anticipating what could be in the box, there's no better payoff than me never finding out what was in the box. That's what we like to call a box what? troll. What's in the box? <laughs> that was good. You made me stop <laughs> and appreciate that. That's hard to do. That's, that's the new periscope right there. I mean, I, I seriously, I felt like Vincent Vega looking at the briefcase going, what is it? I'll never know. I'll never know what is happening. What's in, Billy, what's in Billy's mystery so box? 
so when you mentioned your box earlier, it made me think of that amazing moment of comedy perfection and where the stars aligned, <laughs> and I just thought, there's just no way to replicate the amazing brilliance of what just happened right now. It was perfection. It's a string that leads to the secret compartment that has an embarrassing picture of SpongeBob from the Christmas party. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Never <laughs> you. Oh my goodness. <laughs>